What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the internationally known for Frisco Domain. All the way to Spain, Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly. The notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Cochellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas, and you're in the Desert Storm bunker with EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. And not only that, the Morpheus of the mating matrix and see God Allah, also known as the Black Moses in the whole effing show. It is the unbinder from Fixes by LLC. None other than the undebatable, the best edutainment here on YouTube. Yours truly, the eight-time demonetized champion. See God Allah. Yes, indeed. Anyway, we got a great show for you lined up today. It's a celebration, man. It's Thursday. Thursday. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Hit the like button as you enter the end of the stream. We got a great show for you lined up today. And we're going to talk about the main event. It's actually not going to be at the end of the show. I got a bigger topic that I was going to discuss but this news kind of bumped that topic for the thumbnail, and we're just going to go with it. In the middle of the show, after the first hour, we're going to talk about Damian Lillard getting a divorce from his ride or die, his college sweetie pie. All right, his sweetie, his love, his tender love. Tender love. Love so tender. Holding me close to you. Baby, I surrender. Candles, they light the dark. Yes, indeed. His tender love. His love so tender. He got his baby mama, too. We're going to tell you the dynamics of their marriage. It's actually not the way most people get married. Yeah, but he got married to her late in the game. And it's kind of like one of those Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt things. They had the babies. They didn't get married. He knocked her up. He said marriage is unnecessary. And then his ass got talked into it. He got married and he got divorced within two years. Two years. Ninja, he didn't make it two measly ass years. He really didn't make it one year when you read the story. <laughs> his marriage done. His Tweety Bird, his sweetie Tweety Bird. Oh, my goodness, man. Damn, Dame pulled the trigger. He was like, Dame said, I'm not happy. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, and by the way, this is on the heels of his mega trade. He's been requesting a trade from the Portland Trail Gangsters, all right, or the Jail Blazers, whatever the team name is. Is it the Portland Jail Blazers or the Portland Trail Gangsters? I can't remember what. It's, it's one of them. All right, anyway, he's been requesting a trade from the Trail Gangsters, and now he moved to the Milwaukee Sucks. And now they think they're going to win a championship. But as soon as the trade happened, the ninja pulled the plug. I'm not happy. <laughs> the ninja pulled the plug. And we're going to talk about why Paul George is looking like ninja. You're going to pay gang of child support. Anyway, anyway, shout out to the trail gangsters in the Milwaukee sucks. All right. Anyway, hey, NBA sports channel going to get off on NBA here in a minute. Pause. Let's get to the main event. Actually, the main event. Let's tell you how to contribute to the, de the damn show. Dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. 
PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. And yes, somebody asked, new, new, are new, children new involved? Yes, he has two young children. God dang. And we're going to look up. We're going to look up his contract. You know, I don't like the pocket watch. I don't like when people pocket watch me. All right. But I don't I'm, I have to pull up his contract. His child support going to be greasy. It's going to be child support time. Shout out to Dame. Hey, man, Dame, you coach gang. By the way, Dame Lillard is Raider Nation in the building. So shout out to him. Much respect. Much respect to Dame time. Much respect to you, brother. I like his game. Big Sky Championship. I coached in the Big Sky for a little bit for a couple T. So I understand his origins, his villain story. He played in Port Portland, Oregon. The Portland Trail Gangsters. All right, home of the other white meat. Shout out to Time Like It. So we're going we're gonna to break the story down. Break the story down. Let's get to the contributors to the day show. All right, MC Hamster says, I want to be the first guy sidestepping down the stairs. All right, wait, 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 wait. You don't want to be the second guy? I guess not. Sometimes you're the first guy. Sometimes you're the second guy. In fact, somebody shared a clip. I think it was, I can't remember who it was. It might have been KT. Uh, of a movie with Richard Gere. And that exact scene that I described uh, that I described, there's a scene in the movie with Richard Gere. I don't know where you guys come up with these clips. All right, you guys, and that's the power of the coach gang. I love it because what happens is I'll describe something. You guys will pull a clip, a story, a video, Jordan Peterson video. I mean, you guys have a, a wealth of knowledge, and the wealth of knowledge is exponentially. It's compounding here. All right, but he pulled a clip. It was a one uh, about a two-minute clip, exact same scenario, a woman, I think Richard Gere, the movie was messing. I can't show the clip because it has fornication in it, right? It might not be safe because this is a family show, all right? But you're seeing the clip of a black police officer just pounding the shit out of this Latina, Colombian-looking chick, Brazilian, mommy, mamacita, pounding her out. He trying to make her feel good. Richard Gere is the next man up. He opens the door. He's the next appointment. She getting dug out. <laughs> she getting dug out. All right. And then he had to wait. He had to wait outside, hear her get her pound, <laughs> hear him get his pound of flesh. All right. And after he skied it, he put back on his uniform and his hat, walked out. Richard Gere walks in and she's like, oh, hey, Poppy. Uh, sorry you had to see that. No, it wasn't Unfaithful. It was another one. What 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 name was the movie? Was it West? I can't remember what it was. It, oh, that's what it was. Brooklyn's Finest. That's the movie. Brooklyn's finest. That clip, man. Yo. So that's the exact scenario, MC Hamster. That's what we were talking about. All right. It was the cop, uh, the cop over there. It was Brooklyn's finest, man. What up? What a uh interesting. Interesting scene, man. All right, but uh all these things that I explained to you have either been told, sold, or it, it is what it is. And there's no, no there's no denying what I'm talking about. Now, people do use anecdotal and they'll be like, Well, I wouldn't do that, you know, typically women, well, I wouldn't do such a thing, and I'm not like that, and I don't know anyone like that. It doesn't mean what I'm saying is far fetched or even false. We have a clip of Jordan Peterson, he's gonna explain that. The things that we're talking about are common, they're not the norm, but they're common. People deal with these things. These are real life situations and there's no recipe. There's no, there's nothing that tells us. There's no predictors that tell us if it's going to happen to us or not. There's nothing that predicts it. It's just kind of like the circumstance. You, you, you're present in it. It happens to you. There's no predictor. You can vet the woman all you want. Dude, I've, I've known women who said they were virgins when they married their husband and they cheated. 
The woman cheated. The woman eventually was like, is this the last guy I'm going to ever sleep with? Now, before she got married, she had value, and she said, I wanted to save this for my husband. But after a while, she ended up saying, or somebody talked her into it, and like, that's really the only guy you got to ever sleep with in your entire life? And then eventually, they'd be like, hmm. But, 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 but you're already married to her. You're already married. And it's 7, 8, 10, 12 years down the line, and she says, you know what? I don't want that my husband to be the only guy that I slept with. And so when people say, if I marry a virgin, then she'll be least likely to, and I'm going to tell you, that's not a predictor. It, it may be a predictor statistically, but it's not a predictor for each one of the virgins. At some point, her friend, her friend circle might talk her into, you know what, don't die and only have slept with one man. That's what they'll tell her. And then she'll, hmm, that peace leaves start itching. It start boiling and percolating. And then all of a sudden you hear, I'm not happy. Hey, man, actually, I just saw a, a dateline of this. I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but um, I just saw a dateline of that. Two fat couple, uh, cap, a couple, two fat people. They both were fat and in their 40s, fat and happy. And then eventually uh, her, her, I guess, uh, ex from her high school or college days came back. But what ended up happening was the dude got clapped. The husband got clapped by the old high school boyfriend. I'm like, what? And both of these people, you wouldn't assume. You, I mean, they weren't even having sex with each other. But if you looked at him and her, you wouldn't even think they would want to have sex with anybody the way they present it. But this fat, slovenly wife fell in love with an ex from her past and had that ninja clapped. Ninja, it, dude, the stuff that I see out here. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, man, where we got here? Let's get back to the show. Hey, man, I loved I love sharing these stories with you because I know them to be true. Right. And then you guys hear them and you're like, this can't be true. But I don't get many challenges on that anymore. Ninja, y'all don't woke up. We're in the moment of truth. Shout out to Albert Wesker. Dame divorcing because he getting that championship money. He about to get it right before he about to get it. He about to get it. He like, I'm about to get that championship contract and championship money. Let me drop this bitch off. Shout out to free agent for life, Andre. Oh, 16. What's up, coach in the coach gang? Ninja watching at my job. Were you the, also the guy that your boss or one of your supervisors walked past your screen? And I had that thing up, that title up. And she looked at you like, All right, you're fired. All right, shout, don't get fired. <laughs> Somebody said fat people. Yeah. I mean, I only have so much time. I can't be like, shout out to Freeman is in the building. Thank you, sir. Gully Las Vegas or Gully LV. No woman is out of your league, just out of your budget. budget. That's what I call it. No woman is out of your league. She's just out of your price range. And we're going to talk about our men and women really compatible. And we're going to boil it down, break it down. And I'm going to ask you, you know what? I should have asked the coach gang first. I already know what y'all going to say. All right. But are men and women really compatible? All right, that, I want you to think about this. You know what I mean? Put your philosophy helmet on. Are we really compatible? Are we just using each other? Or are we just using each other? Or are we compatible? Now, listen, before you answer that question, don't answer it as you wish it to be. Don't be like, yes, we can be compatible and we can go lollygagging and frolicking in the roses. I don't want to do that. Don't, don't act like what you want it to be. Use your experience. And then don't, Use it as you are. Like you might say, hey, I finally found my compatible mate. 
All right. Now you compatible at the moment. All right. But could that change? Or you just happen to find your mate, your soulmate, if you believe. Are men and women really compatible? Or are we using each other? Now, when I say using, I'm not talking about predatory using, although that is involved as well. All right. Let me ask you right now. Are men, I should have typed it in here. Are men and women really compatible? All right. Compatible. All right. There you go right there. All right. I should say yes, no, maybe so. All right, I might have misspelt it, but uh, I had to type it in quick. I'll put a poll up on each one. Are men and women, and I don't have the final answer. I'm going to just give you the answer that the data tells us. Men and women, really compatible. Compatible. All right, there it is right there. All right, there it is right there on both channels. Daniel McGee, free agent lifestyle, living my best life. Six-figure ninja, peace, quiet, and freedom. Going to trade my 2019 vet. In for the new 2024 vet. Thanks, CGA. I am delivered. Shout out to you. It's been probably less than six months since you've been truly free. And God bless you. Double A. Anthony Allen says blessings. Blessing on life's coach. Free agent lifestyle for life. Yes, be blessed. And mystical free agent lifestyle says. I'm rich, bitch. Mystical free agent lifestyle. With the co-sponsorship, says someone got the dudes. Wait a minute, someone got the dudes at the Daily W acting froggy on Facebook with increasing pro-marriage anti-red pill posts, thinking they will be seeking the speaker of truth out sooner than later once wrecked. And he says it might be the ones dropping big bags off on CGA, and uh, that's why they won't bring me. I the Daily the Daily. Wire uh, folks, um, listen, I'm not trying to say people are racist. I don't believe in racism like that. But they don't elevate black speakers up. They don't. I'm just letting you know. They would never call me up on any of their shows. Not, not black men. No, hell no. I'm just letting you know right now. Like if, if I went in and went viral against any of their speakers, Matt Walsh, they would never be like, let me bring this black speaker up. They would never do it. First of all, one of the reasons they might not, because they know I ain't going to go for the goofy shit. That's number one. But number two, they just don't elevate black men up like that. I don't do they have any black male commentators? I'm just I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking it out. They're not going to elevate and debate no black male on no topics like this. <laughs> right there ever. So anyway. All right. They'll be like, nah, who? All right. And I think even Pearl Davis. She's not going by just pearly thing. Pearl Davis even tweeted out uh, something saying, these are the men you should talk to about this subject matter on the top. First name, Coach Greg Adams. All right. You know, they looked at it and they was like, mm -mm, we ain't bringing this ninja up. <laughs> All right. Even if they brought Candace, Candace Owens is not going to come talk to me. Now, she might talk to me off the record or behind the scenes and uh, any of that. But uh, Candace Owens ain't going to elevate CGA. I ain't never going to do some shit like that. And I know it. You know what I mean? So anyway, I'm a little too, I'm too, too controversial for them. You know what I mean? And uh, they'll never do it. But anyway. All right. Shout out to them. But listen, it doesn't mean I'm against them. I'm just knowing they don't elevate black commentators. Not, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Let me say it again. They don't elevate black male content creators like myself. They'll elevate some black content creators that might be pro-conservative. 
very staunch pro-conservative that will toe the line and stay on the talking points. But they ain't bringing my ass up there. <laughs> right? Anyway, they ain't going to bring me up. Anyway. Uh, anyway. I know this, and I know this also because, yeah, I know this because they haven't elevated any of the guys that came before me. All right? They haven't talked to Tommy Sotomayor. They haven't talked to, uh, you know, Valdez. They haven't talked to any of these people before me, Obsidian. They haven't talked to, they haven't talked to none of us. All right? Ke- even Kevin Samuels probably couldn't get over there. They didn't t- Did they bring Kevin Samuels over there? Nope. Nope. And he was big enough to get up over there. They didn't bring him over there. All right? So, anyway. I'm too hardcore. I'm a little too hardcore for them. Anyway, and uh, they know that I would just, you know, talk them and I would tie their ass in a knot. They would stay on the same talking points I tie them in a knot. And I see even bigger channels. You know, I, I see some of the people they bring up, like there's a whatever podcast and all of these other uh, even larger podcasts that are somewhat normy, but they'll try to, we're going to have a challenging subject. And it they'll certainly bring a guy to tiptoe over it a bland white red pill character. All right. And he's super bland and they'll be like, Hey, you know what I mean? We can't say these certain things. And, uh, there's names that I can name, but of course I can just see their face. I can't, I don't remember their names. And I'm like, these dudes came way after me, but you know, they know how to put on the collar shirt. You know what I mean? They'll told a, they'll told a line between alpha male and beta alpha male. You know what I mean? They, they don't bring people like me up. They don't, they don't. They ain't never going to bring me up. They'll bring those guys up. And these guys kind of just, you know, they, they podcast kiss asses, I call them. All right. Their platform only grows because they appear on big podcasts, which is a, it's a content strategy. But if their content was standalone, no, they wouldn't get no views. Podcast kiss asses. Yeah. But listen, I, I, I'm, 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 a, I'm in a league of my own. So, you know, sometimes I'd be like, I don't need these people. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh, but by the way, they watch me. They watches me. So uh, the word is out. Yeah, they'll be like a gentleman. They'll be kind of alpha male. They'll have the beard and the muscles and the collar shirt, and they'll get up there just repeating everything CGA said, everything all of the originals said, and then they'll get up there talking that shit, right, and just podcast kiss ass. All right, anyway. If you want to know how I really feel. But look, let me do Straggles to Theater. And then I'll come back to the other uh, super. I'll come back to the other parts of the show. All right. That's why I'm the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. Hey, man. Yeah, man. I'm a little bit stingy with it. Shout out to y'all, brothers. Straggles to Theater. It's up. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Snickle Theater, there is politics in everything, all right? Even the people who say they don't want to get political, there's political associations even behind the scenes on YouTube. And uh, I try to stay independent of that. I've been like that a long time. Straggle and Snickle Theater, we got great Straggle and Snickle Theaters to show you. Even the Ukrainian wife out here spending taxpayer money on jewelry at Cartier. All right, we're going to have to pull that story up. Apparently, somebody watching the story says the Ukrainian uh, wife, or is it the wife of the Ukrainian president? 
whatever his name is, Zelensky, apparently was here in the United States while Zelensky was asking for money. All right. That's what we I got money. He says we running out of Mondays over there, man. We need some more helicopters and we need some more all of this and ammunition and munition. We need it. Well, apparently somebody actually, you know, while he was here, this is alleged. We don't know. But uh, there's a bill from Cartier right there. New York City. And there's the date, September 22nd. Could this be true? Who's the name on the bill? New, 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 new world. I see a Zelenska. Is a Zelenska? Whatever her name is. There it is right there. Mrs. So-and-so purchased by. What did they purchase? Yikes. Oh, my goodness. I got money. Zoinks. Is that $1.3 million in diamond and pearls? Diamonds and pearls. Holy mackerel, man. Listen. Oh, my goodness. Listen. New, 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 new world order. This is what I call. Straight jacket. God dang. So what I see on this inventory list, this could, this could be false. Don't have any verification that this is true. Is it likely to be true? Probably. Probably, but I don't know. It says right here, reference number, bracelet, white gold, diamonds, $343,000 plus tax amount, 30K. Earrings, white gold, diamond, reference number, and they give you the reference number with the bill, $119,000, $30,000 in tax. Then we got a necklace, white gold, onyx, emeralds, and diamonds, $340,000 for a grand total plus tax, $90,000 in tax. That'll be one. $1.3 $1.3 million. God damn, man. We getting swindled. We getting swindled. Straight jacket. While you out here struggling, <laughs> right? They out here new, 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 new world shopping. Shopping. And the ninja sitting around like. I'm rich, baby. All on your dime. All on your dime, Ninja. I'm just letting y'all know. New, 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 new world it's a cold, order. cold world. See, here's my here's my thing. I'm an anti-hero. And every anti-hero knows that there's no true heroes and there's no true villains. But in our world, for make people for uh to make people believe stories, they gotta believe that there's a hero and a villain. They gotta believe there's a boogeyman that needs to be stopped, and there's a person that lives for the righteous and the justice and peace in the American way or the world's way. All right, and so every story is framed that way, but I don't believe so. I believe that there is only anti-hero and anti-villain. All right, there's anti-hero and there's there's pretty much probably a villain. Now, I've told you historically, people that we thought were the hero, we treated as the hero, ended up being the villain when reframed, when the details came out. And exactly that's probably in the case in this situation here. There's no heroes. There's no one standing up for justice. There's no righteous individual here. There are people who are just human beings. They make mistakes too. They're crooked too. These people who be pre- are framed as a hero could be crooked as a mother sucker. And we know this to be the case because if money's on the line, that sure does change as an individual. So I don't believe in heroes. I don't believe in villains. Many times the villain is the anti-hero. The villain is the one that is actually on the course of truth. The villain is the one that actually is going to harm less people many times, but they're framed as the villain. But he's indeed the villain for a reason. He has a true sense of purpose. The hero oftentimes is the more destructive. 
The hero sometimes is using moral, your moral conscious and his moral conscious and his narcissism to believe that he has the only right way to think. And then as such, he destroys more than the actual villain would have actually destroyed in order to save a few. But he destroys a lot. And this is probably the case in this situation here. Anybody who's offended by me revealing this is just trying to hear, live the hero narrative. There are no heroes out here other than CGA. I'm the only hero, but I'm actually not a hero. I don't ever, ever want to be a hero. This is why I've taken morality out of my content. I never wrestle with morality over here. I never let you inject morality over here because it is a weakness. It is a sore spot. It is your Achilles heel. And plus, who's to say you're right and I'm wrong and I'm right and you're wrong. I basically say what is, not what it could be. And this is the case in this situation. Can you be getting stolen from right now? Can you be getting used and abused? And I'm going to tell you right now, most people will look the other way on this one. You know why? Because their moral compass can't handle it. This is why later on when we reframe it, you guys look back and say, how come we didn't see the signs? And you did see the signs. You knew it in real time, but you were afraid to confront it because you would have to confront yourself. You would have to ask yourself, what would you do in a situation when you knew you were getting hoodwinked and bamboozled. And the answer is nothing. You let it happen. Absolutely. You're letting it happen and you're saying nothing because you're just a coward at the end of the day. You're a spineless jelly back coward. And you're scared about this and scared about that and censored and this and you can't say that. It's because you won't confront your own self. And it's the same thing when you watch your parents' health collapse after you took them to the doctor and got that pokey poke and you saw them withering away and you said could that possibly it and you said no that's not it my conscience can't handle it and you let your parents die and you never confronted yourself and say maybe I was the one yeah you were the one you were the villain but you wanted to be the hero but your conscience couldn't take confronting yourself because you're jelly back that's what it is and that's what this is you're watching yourself struggle while she's shopping allegedly for 1.3 million million dollars in jewelry at cartier how do you feel about that what would you do the reality is you do nothing you sit there and let them take your money and then you sit there and try to make it work outside of that now if i took 1.3 million dollars you ninjas would be trying to arrest me right now why? Because you don't like me because I'm framed as the villain when I'm really the anti-hero. But you'll let the hero go ahead and steal and say, well, maybe it makes her feel better when there's bombs over Baghdad. Yeah, but anyway, listen, keep living your life. Keep letting yourself get swindled. But at the end of the day, when you're trying to ask me how am I going to make it, when you're trying to ask me how do we recover from the economy, when you ask me how do we rise up as a community, I'm going to just ignore you. Because you watch people steal from you every day and you say nothing. So I'm going to just ignore you. And I'm not going to piece up together and make it work with you either. Because this is what you do. But anyway, that was a little doom and gloom for you. But let's ring the bell. <laughs> it is what it is. Anti-hero still stands. And I stand for truth, justice, and the CGA way. Coward ass motherfuckers. Anyway, let's get back to this show. I do have some more stuff here. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Apparently, the wife, more wives messing up. More wives messing up. 
Lauren Holiday, wife of the Milwaukee Bucks star Jaru, I call him Jaru, Jaru the damager, Holiday, has something to say after he got traded. Mm. All right. And she said, all right, uh-oh, is she white? I can't tell. She looks racially ambiguous. She looks racially ambiguous. I think it's a white woman, though. Anybody know? She might be a light skin. She might be light, bright, almost white. I think I could tell she got a little black in her. She normally has a lot of black in her, but she definitely has a little black in her. I can't tell. But he is showing his teeth. He is showing his teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right. It says right here, after he was traded to the Boston Celtics on, oh, wait a minute. Let me, let me give her some music. I'm going to read her clip. On Wednesday, my husband took a nap and he woke up to news that he has been moved. No warning, no heads up, not even a conversation that it could be possible. Just, it's done. Now move on because it's not personal, it's business. I'm not sharing this to say we are entitled to anything. I'm sharing this to say we are human beings whose kids have developed friendships with other kids in our community. We are people who value family and friendship and invest in the cities that we play in. We don't just take from city the city we play in, we give to the city we play in, and we give our all. So, yes, this is more than business. Not because we're offended by it, but because we are people. We're humans. We're, we have relationships, dreams, and a connection to where we play. As I write this, we are grieving the loss of that while celebrating the hope and the joy of what's ahead. The growth is in our allowing ourselves to feel this pain now and turn it into for what we are moving forward to that's who we are and that's who we always will be sincerely lauren holiday well lauren wife of a former milwaukee buck star and current boston celtic star i have a response to this I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Yeah, that's basically what I thought about after I read that. Like, who in that? Like, who? <laughs> My question is, who asked you? Ninja, pack, get the moving company up. Pack the house up. <laughs> like, who? I'm looking at her. Yeah, I'm looking at her like. Wait a minute. You. Uh, what? Ninja, how many how many layups did you put up? How many points did you have? How many assistances did you dish out? Why make this about you? Ninja, every wife in, in, in the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, UFC have dealt with this, and this is what you signed up for. I know you got attached and your kids with the school. By the way, when I was in college sports, same thing happened to me. I had to take a job, move cross country. Ninja, it's a part of the job. If you don't want it, divorce the man. Leave. You signed up for it. You ain't the only one affected, and your kids ain't the only one affected. If you don't want to be a part of the life, don't be a part of the life. Go marry an accountant that going to be at his job, you know, high-pressure high tax season, uh, six months off the rest of the year. All right, that's what you want to do. All right, but you signed up to marry an NBA superstar. He got traded. No, you don't need no damn warning. All right, it's part of the game. You this is what we call charge it to the game. All right, there's goods and bads. There's trade-offs to every lifestyle. 
charge it to the game. And then you move on. You take your shit and you keep it quiet. But of course, now that there's social media, they want to hop on there and express my feelings while I'm upset and my kids are upset. Yeah, this is ungrateful. This comes across extremely ungrateful. And people are walking around, coach, coach, you need empathy. Dude, I live this life, not on the NBA level. I live this life under $100,000 trying to make this shit work. Do you know how many people in coaching move every year? You know how many players move every year? There's players that play for 10 different teams in 10 years. Charge it to the game. He said, this is 13. So what? <laughs> nope. So what? People have been played for 10 teams in 10 years. Who gives a shit? Do I move jobs uh, every two or three years? Who cares? Yeah, it sucks. But that's what they signed up for. What did she thought he was going to play there forever? <laughs> Come on, man. This is some narcissist truly shit. Dude, I'm telling you, man, I, I live this too. I think in five years, I was at three or four different schools. And they were cross-country zigzag. Charging to the game. Mm. Who cares? I mean, look, man, nobody cares about that shit. Your job is to be like, okay, up. Oh, here's what it is. All right, we enjoyed our time. Kids, let's pack up. Or you know what they could do? You know what they could do? They could leave. She can stay in Milwaukee. <laughs> right oh he said that's my point yeah he could stay she could stay in milwaukee kids could stay in milwaukee he could go play in boston during the season and then come on back where he wants all right but uh this is just crazy man people always these these people man with these emotional things they always trying to make it about themselves man look the business is bigger than you you're a cog you're a spacely sprocket and you just mm. plug in <laughs> all right plug in you're a spacely sprocket all right, but anyway, let's get to this one right here. We got a monkey simp alert right here. Let's get this monkey simp alert. It says, man gets woman's name tattooed in exchange for lifetime subscription to her OnlyFans. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, man, boy, sipping is simping, man. Sipping is sipping. Sipping is the game. Now, listen, I don't think a lot of things that we call simping is actually simping, but this is simping. It says, oh, my God. I met this guy I met 20 minutes ago is getting my name tattooed on his wrist. If I give him a lifetime subscription to my OnlyFans, listen, this could be all. I have no idea. She's a good looking gal. Not really my type. I would fold. But, you know, this is an exotic chick that I would lease or rent. Remember, if it flies, floats or fornicates, always rent, always lease, never buy. Never, I'm just telling you again, if it flies, floats, or fornicates, always lease, right? This is a lease, girl. I would lease this out for about a good time in Monaco, and that would be it. And she'd get a little bit of cash. I wouldn't mind. She, I would fix as a bind. I would not buy her OnlyFans at all. Now, there's some guys out here that's definitely, he definitely got sent, you know, he got sent vibes. <laughs> that's definitely some simp-ass vibes right there. All right, take a look. Everything about him. I mean, the tank top, the basketball tank top outside. Yeah. The 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 uh the the beard. Yeah. Ninja got lip gloss on, lipstick. He got eyeliner. He got his hair all pushed up. This is fake alpha male presentation. But underneath all that, it's a pure monkey simp. Mm. A pure monkey simp. Yeah. Sadly enough, if this story is true, it's not surprising. Okay, it's not surprising. And what's to say she don't just bump you off of the OnlyFans subscribe? Like, why does she, she's not going to keep her word. Oh, I forgot. 
By the way, once you've seen a couple of pictures, what's more? I don't know. What is she doing on her OnlyFans for me to get a lifetime subscription? Aye, aye, aye. I would have had to dig them guts out. All right, I'm going to tell you. Lifetime subscription, my ass. All right, we're going to go over to, let me skip that one right here, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We have a woman that has something to say. And uh, this is the type of narcissist woman, all right, all right, that um, thinks everything is about her, right? And she doesn't realize, you know, she probably having problems in a dating marketplace. And she's the type of woman who believes that there's nothing wrong with her, right? I, I tell you my faults. And if you can't participate in my faults, I ain't changing my behavior, not by that much. But she's the one, the type of people that believes the guy is always wrong and she's always right. So let me go ahead and see what she's talking about here. And uh, you'll, you'll see if you agree with her. Just got back from a date and I can't believe that this guy did this. We're leaving the date. I'm not interested, okay? There was things that were said, which I knew like this guy, we're not compatible, but you know, it was still like a nice time. It was still like good conversation. I just knew that he wasn't my man. And he was like, okay, well, I'll drive you home. So we get to his car. It's a Tesla. And he goes to like get in the driver's side. And I said, oh, aren't you gonna open my door for me? And he goes, no, he's just like, no, I'm not. And I was just like a little taken aback. Like, well, usually the men I'm on dates with open my door for me. And he was like, well, figure it out. And I don't know if you know Tesla doors. I have only ever ridden in a Tesla when a man has taken me out on a date. I have never opened the door to a Tesla on my own. And, and until now, I could not figure out this thing. I was like, he was like, push it from inside. He's sitting, push it, push it. I'm just like, I, I have like the, it's like a flat handle. So I'm just like, I have no, I'm trying to like with my long ass nails. I'm like trying to pick out the handle, like pull it open. It was so uncomfortable. And he's like, you're doing this as a bit. And I really am. I'm like sweating. I'm like looking around thinking, is there someone walking by that could help help me open this door? I cannot figure it out. So finally he gets up, he gets around and he, oh, he, he pushes it. And now I see you push it at the front of it. You push it in. Anyway, it just, just. See, as you can see, as you can see, imagine being on a date with this woman. This woman's annoying. She don't even realize it. She's super annoying She's her her voice just pierces my ear drums. But for some reason, because she has blonde hair, she thinks that everybody's supposed to just drop down and and give her 20. All right. Uh, first of all, she's way past her prime and she's a blimper. All right. I can see around her neck. She already got rings around her necks and she already developed in the second. Ch she's a blimper. That means you put one baby in her. She's going to blow up like the Goodyear blimp. All right. Everybody can see it. High cheekbones. Everybody can see the uh the fat grenade being pulled here. All right. Everybody knows this and every man can see it. I can see it in her palms. You know what I mean? The fat on the back of her hand. I can see it, man. Everybody knows it. And she ain't the one the type to be working out right now. All right. This is sloppy yogurt and a little bit of uh um uh master splinter. Her voice is obviously annoying. It's super annoying. And she's she probably annoyed the guy. Now here's the here's the problem I have with this. She said before the car incident, she said, I already knew he wasn't the type of guy, right? Which is fair. That's what dating is. I don't have any problem with that. But then she proceeded to go to dinner with him, do go along. She said some things were said, and she probably displayed her annoyance. 
She's the type of person that can't keep a poker face. All right. And so no poker face. So she's already displayed and that she probably was dissatisfied with the guy. He felt it. But not only that, he didn't even tell you to go get an Uber, bitch. All right. He didn't even say, yeah, bitch. he didn't yeah, even bitch. say, go jump in an Uber. He said, I'll give you a ride home. So he paid for dinner. He took you out, paid for dinner, and then offered you a ride home. And your ass is on here complaining that he didn't open the door. See, this is sense of entitlement. This sense of me, me, me. This sense of self-importance. This dark triad personality is why she's still single. Why she's still single. And not only that, she doesn't have much value other than, you know what I mean, sloppy yogurt. And she has an annoying voice, personality trait, faults, everything. Not only that, she says, which I find reprehensible, she says, well, the men that I usually date. Now, see, all that tells me is, that's, that's, all I te- that's all that tells me. You're in the cock carousel. You're a serial dater. All the guys that I date open the door. How many, how many men have you dated? Huh? Is that important? Yeah, you brought it up. <laughs> you brought it up. And she the type of person that cries about every goddamn thing. We know it. And, of course, if you marry a woman like that. I'm not happy. <laughs> by the way, her insecurities are jumping off the, t- off the charts. Her insecurities jump. She's a completely, you can tell her insecurities are crazy. And then she projects her insecurities onto you and says, I turned him down. No, he probably was done with you long time ago. And he said, the best thing I could do is make sure this woman gets home. And he was probably done with you anyway. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, a lot of people can't see that. They're not self-aware. They can't see that they are uh, pretty much the issue. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's go to a Sniggle. A white sniggle here. Uh, This white sniggle here says he's in Colombia. Colombia. Colombia, as the ladies say. Colombia. He's in Colombia, and he's about to drop some game here. He didn't win and got his passport. Shout out to him. And he looked like a passport veteran, too. He's been divorced great. The kingdom come. He got his hair all in a wave, mohawk wave. And he has something to say. Let's go ahead and hear it. White Western guys, particularly think that they're going to come down here with their fair skin and blue eyes and sweep some nice Colombian girl off their feet. Okay, all right. <laughs> Looks like he was like, man, listen, I was listening to them passport bros. I was listening to my white friends, and they say they'd be going down there and all the girls be grabbing at them. All right, look at him. He like, man, ain't no girls grabbing at me. <laughs> he was like, all y'all American men and black men, they, they be lying to you. Man, I went to the DR and they was grabbing at me. All right. All these, they, they not grabbing at you like that. They kind of exaggerated. Now, can you get some? Yeah. I'm not saying you can't, but they, they're not, you're not walking down the street like a celebrity. All right. They didn't see 511 ninjas. All right. But uh, the, this video takes a funny turn. This video takes a funny turn because as he's explaining, Hey, guys, don't think you're going to come down here with your American wallet and your white skin and blue eyes and your money. Don't think girls going to be grabbing at you, right? So let's, now that you know that, let's let the whole video play out. A lot of white Western guys particularly think that they're going to come down here with their fair skin and blue eyes and sweep some nice Colombian girl off their feet. Hi. Hi. Uh-oh. <laughs> wait, what is this? Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> is this happening? 
Did he plan this? Wait a minute. He just got grabbed. These girls. Hello. Say hello to YouTube. <laughs> no, no English. Okay. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. A white man with the blue eyes and a white skin. American wallet. What happened in here, brother? You just said. <laughs> Wait a minute. You just said that you thought that, that you thought that, that they're not going to sweep you off your feet. But wait a minute. You getting picked. Wait a minute, homie. Let's play. Let's let this play out. Español, sí, practicar. Oh, okay. Un poco. Igual. Yeah, yeah. ¿Cómo se llama? Alison. Alison. Hilda. Hilda. All right. These girls look like they in high school. Hold up. Wait a minute. They just barely underage 21 year olds. All right. <laughs> he was mad as hell, man. I've been here for five days. Hoes ain't reaching out. He's about to make his YouTube video to lash out. Now, all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, he done got stopped. Hey, it take five days to get accustomed. <laughs> oh, man. I like this one, man. This is pretty good. All right. The one right there, mm, Ilda. I will fold that shit up. All right, here we go. Hilda and Allison. And how many pesos we talking about? Thank you. <laughs> Ciao. Bye bye. <laughs> now he's smiling. <laughs> Look at his face now. Look at his face now. Niggas always gotta show they he almost threw the towel in. He almost threw the towel in. Now look at him. He happy. Just a little bit of attention from a man. Niggas always <laughs> gotta show they All right, look, let me show you, man. And because, guys, we live this in America, right? And this is because we're, you know, listen, people are saying skit. This is straggle and cynical theater. It could be a skit. Who cares? But look at how he was looking. He was going through red pill rage in a minute. <laughs> all men need is a little bit of female attention. That's all. Look, look at the red pill rage. Jaw all clenched. All right, he, he got his teeth all gnashing and grinding. He angry. He throwing eye darts at people. <laughs> he mad to the motherfucker. He didn't spend $5,000, $2,500 on airline tickets, hotels. He didn't visit the brothels. He didn't got poison. He didn't had his liver and spleen try to get cut out. He got red pill rage. He was big mad. Now, all of a sudden, he got a little bit of attention. He got a little bit of attention, and now this ninja walking away. <laughs> Niggas always gotta show they <laughs> He was done. He was about to give up, man, on life. Look at my boy now. He thinking, oh, man, it's all not that bad. His flight tomorrow morning, he didn't came up dry. He ain't had one girl give him none. He's like, I'm mad. I'm going back tomorrow to Kansas City. And I got no senorita punani. All right, now all of a sudden he's like, oh, shit, I'm going to extend my trip five days. Mm. <laughs> hey, man, for men, men are simple, man. Men are simple. You know why? We just need a little bit of female attention. Now we just need a little bit of, we just need a little bit of hi. You don't know, man. A woman saying hi to a man, that can make his day. That can make his day. I mean, I, was, I went shopping. I was at the mall here in Las Vegas. And it was an outdoor mall. I was pulling up, 9-11, backing it up. There was a Kaylee walking down the street. All right, I'm backing it up, bumping the sounds. And I look over. I said, let me go check her out. I saw her walking down the street, watching ladies go by, watching you. And, of course, I looked over right on time, and she was like, hi. 
I was like, she choosing. All right, she saw the man she wanted, chose up. I won't tell you what happened next, but it is what it is. That's all a brother need. We don't need all of this walking around, mean mugging, resting bitch face. We don't need all that. We just need a man. That's why men say, why don't women smiling anymore? Why don't they smile? This is why, man, because men just want a little bit of a smile. That's all we want. And after we get the smile, right? when I, we get the smile, we want you to grab them ankles. Mm. <laughs> all right, anyway. <laughs> Man, I like that one. I like that video right there because, yeah, man, he switched up real fast. He was about to red pill rage. He was about to go through the whole town. All right, uh, what is this skit right here? Let's see here. Uh, these hoes is winning, right? Remember that? These hoes is winning. We were talking about that earlier in the previous year. Well, uh, guys, not so much, man. Let's show you this one right here. There's a young woman, and I'm not making fun of her because I actually have done similar and been in a similar place in my life. But this is a young woman. young. Well, she's not a good piece of calico, but she is a piece of calico, and she's living in her car. Here we go. I live in my 2006 Honda Accord, and this is what it's like to wake up in a 24-hour Planet Fitness parking lot. I start by getting dressed, and then the longest part of my morning routine is always taking down all of my window coverings, but they are essential for sleeping in my car, so I do it anyways. Then I climb over into the driver's seat and take down my window coverings there. I actually already went into this Planet Fitness last night to take a shower for all of you who say that I don't shower. So this morning I can go ahead and leave straight away and drive to Panera Bread. But first, the bathroom. Obviously, um, I used the restroom and washed my hands. I brushed my teeth in my car. I don't know, like, that's weird to show on camera. I don't know why y'all are asking to see that. Anyways, now it's time to drink my hot bean juice. To Oh, my good. Oh, the humanity. Okay. She need a little bit of work. Uh, She might be in, oh, my. my. Oh, the humanity. Okay. I can see why she's struggling. <laughs> All right, but, uh. She might be able to clean up a little bit better. Just... Oh, the humanity. All right. To wake up and get some computer work done. So I use this as an opportunity to charge some of my electronics. And here I'm actually editing a YouTube video. So if you haven't already, be sure to go subscribe over there. I live. All right. And so let me just first and foremost say that's someone's daughter. All right. That is somebody's daughter. And she's obviously not in good shape with the parents. She's decided to move out, rebelled against the father. Potentially, I have no idea. But that is someone's daughter living out there in the street. All right, that's number one. Um, number two, we've all been there. I've been there. I certainly had to live in my car for a spell. But I did have a job. Now, she didn't put out the whole video, but I didn't see her going to work. <laughs> She's a YouTuber. Maybe that's her job. All right, but I have no idea. It's not paying well. All right, maybe she's using I have no idea. Maybe this is, she's like, I'm going to strike out and become a YouTuber. Right. Oh, man, I, I have no idea. But uh, guys, they don't they don't be winning these days. There's not much wins in here. OK, there's not much room for every woman to win. In fact, even if every woman found them a man today, there would be a lot of women still losing. I mean, just just to say, if we just said, you know what, we're just going to take care of each other. I'm going to look out for the women. Women look out for us. And if everybody that single found a mate, there would be millions of women still alone and still struggling. So we know this. This is why the top 10 percent of men win because he gets his share of that, those available women. So they might look down and say, you know, with hypergamy, women made across and up. So that's going to be the case, even if they are living in their car and, or working a good high paying job. 
with that being said, this leads into the argument, are, are we actually compatible? When you think about why we get together and mate, it's not really compatibility. In fact, some of our issues when we do, when we mate, is our lack of compatibility. And I'll explain it. I'll explain it. Uh, we're trying to force compatibility things where we really don't understand each other. And I'm going to share some videos of people explaining this. They're exhibiting these behaviors. Why don't men do this? And why won't women do that? And I would be happier if he just did this. And I would be happier if she did that. That reeks of not lack of a compatibility, which the basic response, the answer to that is compromise. That's the only way it works, right? You got to compromise, which does not hint at natural compatibility. That's actually the opposite of compatibility. So we'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, let's take you to the next video. Uh, these hoes don't be winning. Check this out. This woman here is going to say something on Angela E's podcast. I might get a copyright notification for this. But uh, this woman's going to reveal something that I've been telling you that is becoming more prominent these days. And that is the dark side. And we're going to take you to the dark side. By the way, I don't want any arguments about this. I've been revealing the dark side little by little over the last year and a half, but I really reveal it on coachgregadams.locals.com. All right. And so I know a lot of people don't go over there. You might not have a need to go over there. You might like, I don't understand what you're telling us that you're telling us different over there. I get it, but, and I'm not forcing your hand. Okay. But uh, let me put this up on the screen just so you can get it. Uh, where is it? Uh, coachgregadams.locals.com. I go into this in depth. There is, a, there is a lot of this going on. You just don't know it. And there's two women on this show that are going to say, yes, I previously did that, and I'm doing this now. All right, so let's, let's dive deep into the subject, but I dive deeper into this on Locals.com. All right, so uh, let me go ahead and play the video. Oh, where's the volume? Where's the volume? Oh, there it is right here. What you do, because you yeah. said, I'm a hoe. Yes. And then you describe so what that means. So let's elaborate for yeah. people that are confused of what you mean. Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, I started out as a sugar baby when I was 19. Mm -hmm. um, All right. Now, you guys aren't going to be ready for this. I'm just letting you know. Y'all ready for this? So she just said exactly what I be telling y'all was happening out here. You guys like to think women don't do things until they're 18 or 25 or whatever's in your little brain. But it's not actually true. It's the opposite. And no, it is not just those type of women. We show you. It's all type of women from all races, classes, social statuses, education level. They're all will fall into this at some point in some form or fashion. All right. So here we go. Let's continue. I used to work in corporate advertising. So I was all right. So there you go. She was in corporate advertising. So let's continue. As a senior associate, I worked on Bud Light. I worked on Lyft, Equinox, you name it. And at the time, interning and advertising didn't pay like anything. So okay. I'm working like 100 hours a week, making no money. Um, and my wow. friend from elementary school was like, there's this website. It's called I'm in a bind, Nate. All right. She was in a bind. All right. So this can happen to anyone. She said, I was working. I was doing the right thing. I was on the career path. I was in a bind. Your rent's due, motherfucker. So it doesn't mean that she's a skeezer or naturally wants to do this. She's a hoe. She might have already been sexually promiscuous, which made it easier to transition over this. She's like, I'm already doing this for free. I might as well do this for a fee. So it happens that fast. Let's go ahead and continue here. Called Seeking Arrangement. And go on and meet website. these guys. Right. And she was like, you'd be really good at it. And I was like, I would. So I went on and that's. I, I'm sorry I'm pausing it, but I, I have to share it because there's so much to unpack. Did you hear Angela Yee? 
Did you hear Angela Yee? Oh, I heard of that. See? I heard of that. Of course they did. Like, all women know about it. Now, most men know about it, and but most men don't. And the men that do do know about it, they'll do what? They'll say, well, it's just those type. You won't investigate further. But what we're telling you over on the dark side, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com, what we're telling you is that most women know about it, they know somebody, and you know about it, but you will just say, eh, nobody I know would ever do something like that because you won't challenge your own self. You'll just dismiss it. So let's continue. Let's continue. That's how I started. And then, you know, every time I came home from college, I would like, you know, see my clients, whatever, my little, my little sugar daddy. Sometimes they were really giving Splenda daddy though. But Splenda. Right. Like they just like, were not, they were not opening their purse wide enough for me. Mm. All right. Wide enough. She was, they weren't opening up their purse wide enough. But she still had to do what she had to do. Okay, daddy. She was still in the bind. I'm in a bind. All right. I'll take what you got. But then I got recruited to work for like a full service agency in New York while I was working my corporate advertising job. And then okay. I was doing that. Then I went independent, started OnlyFans, and I started talking about the sex industry on TikTok and volunteering with a lot of like sex worker organizations. And someone was like, hey, would you ever consider doing mainstream porn? And I was like, it <laughs> makes sense why someone would ask me that. Yeah, man, look. Okay, daddy. It's, it goes downhill pretty fast. And I'm not going to say this woman's under 30. All right. So she's not talking about a 10 year period. She's talking about a probably a less than five to eight year period, and it's gone already south. But she figured out dropping that deck was better than working a corporate gig. <laughs> yeah, sure. So then I started doing that, and I filmed with like Bang Bros, Team Skeet, a bunch of other companies. So Team yeah, Skeet. now I'm like kind of like a multifaceted. Damn, that's hoe. a nice resume. Now I'm like a multifaceted. Right. Like, Let me just give yeah. you a yeah. clip notes. I, for real, <laughs> as a sugar baby, were there times that you were like, "Ugh, he's disgusting," but. You know, like, what do you do in a situation like that? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like the oldest man I've ever fucked was, like, in his 70s. Get him, daddy. Okay, daddy. See, again, again, I'm, I, I want you guys to really challenge yourselves. I know people don't think this is happening, but stuff like this happening. And by the way, it's legal. It's not illegal. None, nothing about these interactions are illegal. I know you guys think it is, but it is not. And this is somewhat common. Is it the norm? I, I can't say. But it's super duper common. It's more common than you know. All right, so 70, 70 on what, 19 or 20? Oh, my goodness, because I don't think she's over 25. She might be 27. 70. 70. Ninja, listen, I live in Las Vegas. I've been in the hotels. I see this as... I see this is very common in Las Vegas, but of course, Las Vegas is the dark side. But a lot of people want to ignore this. Oh, she was a child. She's being manipulated. I'm just letting you know. How old are you? I'm 27. I was right. I, did, I said 20. I think I did say 27 or 29. I did say 27. All right. I, I said uh, that was amazing. All right. But let's continue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I was maybe what at the time, like 22. And I was just kind of like, mm, okay. I remember the first guy that I saw, he was weird as fuck. Um, first of all, he was weird, but harmless, you know, like wore a fedora, but you knew he wasn't going to like shoot you. Right. Okay. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> uh, but she still went to go see daddy. I'm just letting you know. Okay, daddy. She still went. And uh, <laughs> let me tell you, man, I know a lot of people think old men, older men don't can't get it up. They can't do Guys, this is all mythology. You think older men like older women? Or you think you're, let me say this. For some reason, when you're a young man, 
you think, and women will use this too, you think men, men's attractiveness to women advances as the age advances. Now, that is somewhat common for some men. It is common that that happens. As he ages up, so does his attraction to women age up. But it's actually been proven to be the opposite of that. There's data. There's research. There's, there's data and research that suggests no matter how old the man gets, he more than likely likes women in the same age group. Doesn't matter how old he becomes. And if you want me to pull that data up, let me see here. I can pull it up. Let me see here. No matter age. So uh, for women, they would prefer, they would prefer, they would prefer that as they age, men's attractiveness in women age, but it's the opposite. Now, Boyce Watkins yesterday was proving that, but he didn't say he was attracted. He actually said the opposite. I picked my wife not because of her looks. He picked her for other qualities, not because of her looks. So it was the physical attraction that he took off the plate, which is somewhat odd that he would point that out. But uh, actually, I would say it right here. Um, just to put point this out right here, it says right here. It says right here, proof men really do prefer women in their 20s. He says, if you can legally drink, you might, you might be, supposed to say you might be, you might be too old to get a guy. All right, and it says no matter what the age of the man, his preference pretty much, his, who's he, who's he, who he is physically attracted to stays the same. Now, he might not date or marry that woman, but he's, that's what he prefers. Now, there's a lot of nuance, Hafiz, into that. There's a lot of nuance into that. But if you just judge off of physically attractive, that's what it is. And so this is where you're going with it. Women have opened this up. I know people are un uncomfortable with this subject matter. That's why I love to speak on it. And I'm not promoting it at all. I love to speak on it because it challenges you. And when I challenge you, I show you evidence. And I'm showing you more and more that this is becoming common. And I'll show you another video of a woman even suggesting this as well. This is where we're going with mating. This is where we're going with mating. It's just progressively getting this way. And what you'll also hear is there's another woman on the, on the uh, show here that says, yes, I used to do this too. Which then tells you, and that woman is older. She's in her 40s. And she was like, yep, when I was your age. So, in essence, this has been around for quite some time, if not since forever. Okay. Let me see if I can play a little bit here. He came in my mouth and it was like he oh. hadn't come in one. All right. I'm, listen. Mm. All right. This is, let me stop. I'm, oh, that's nice. I should have stopped it right there. I knew I should have stopped it right there. <laughs> I should have stopped it right there. I stopped it in the right place. All right. Um, so, let's see here. I was going to talk about something else. Let me talk about this now because I was, let me see if I was supposed to talk about it here. Because we're getting, we're going to talk about Dame Lillard next. Let me see here. All right. Now we'll, we'll just talk about it now. This is another indication. I've been warning you of this right here. Uh, the student loan crisis is affecting a lot of women. 38 year old with $38,000 in student debt tells other generations, meaning generation millennial and uh, generation Z. Quote, I highly recommend finding a way to avoid taking out loans. And there you see the reality of a lot of women. This is going to be it right here. All right. This is going to be it. it. Says millions of Americans must start repaying their federal student loans in October. You guys know all of this. And it says right here, but Megan 
McClellan, age 38, said she had started asking for October shifts with her catering company in a winery to help supplement her income. Yeah, man, she in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. So this is kind of going where it is, and they're not winning. McClellan's main job is a counselor at Petaluma High School in California, so she has a regular job. She probably has a master's degree. During the more than three-year payments, that payments were suspended during the pandemic. She paid off her car. She paid off her car loan and was able to save for the first time. She'll put $235 she was spending on the car payment towards her student loan, but that still leaves another $270, and she or she'll have to reallocate or earn more. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, and uh, she says right here, it has been a huge relief the past few years to not have that financial burden in the next month. I'm looking to see where I can scale back in my budget, probably less going out to eat and more picking up side gigs. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, and now they're all telling you right now that, yeah, man, that college thing wasn't worth it, all right? Uh, or don't, don't take out any student loans. So you're going to have this affect the entire mating market. It's going to affect the entire mating market because women are going to see opportunities to try to level up and get out of this behind. Anyway, that's Drago and Snickle Theater. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, let's get to the super chats and the contributions, and we're gonna get on to Damon Lillard, and we're also gonna get into the main event highlight: are men and women truly really compatible? We'll look up the definition of compatible, and then we'll challenge you to see if, in fact, you are looking for compatibility. Can you find compatibility? Can you maintain compatibility? That is the thesis for today's show. Shout out to Kevin G says, FYI, coach, Dame has three kids, not two. Oldest was born in 2018. We're going to go over that, man. My brother about to be paying a hefty, hefty fee for child support. Shout out to Everett says, join the money mindset this morning. I'm ready. Uh, good luck. Have fun with it. Uh, some videos, again, were, were um, taken down. On YouTube, don't go to all the oldest videos. Start with the newest ones. Work backwards. We got Kevin Sullivan. This is for my, he says, this is for shouting out my city. LOL. He's going to be showing his teeth all the way to Kansas City. Shout out to everybody in Kansas City and the chef fans. Uh, Devante is swing is in the building. He says, 2020 asked my ex which sibling was going to take care of, of her elderly parents. She said she didn't want to talk about it, then got plastic surgery. Priorities are all wrong. Guys, uh, yeah, uh, if you're ever in a situation where you're mating, you're mating, you're trying to get married, you want to find your, your one and only true love, these are very much uh, vetting questions that you must ask. Remember, ask the tough questions. You want the answers now. You might have a woman that you just love, but then you'll find out she's an only child. And her parents are disabled right now. And they're, they're, they're elderly. Or you might find out she's the female sibling of, of, of three brothers. They have three brothers and, and one female sibling. Typically in these cases, sometimes the female, the, the, the care of the parents falls to the female sibling. Unless the, one of the brothers get married and the, uh, one of the wives takes on that responsibility. It's not the norm, but that happens. If that's the case, you better pencil that shit in as a possibility because that's a disruptor of your finances and a disruption disruption of your household, your child rearing, 
and everything. That woman's going to come in. That, that parent's going to come in and turn your house upside down. All right, because now she's 60, let's say 70. We won't say 60-year-old. She's now 70 and 80, more approaching 80, and you've been married for 5, 10, 15 years. Your kids are young, and then the elderly parent comes in there and disrupts everything. All right, they start being judgmental on your parenting skills, how you're talking to your kids. Then you have less time to actually fornicate with your wife. You certainly can't run around the house naked. And then it's going to affect your personal relationship with your mate because then your mate is going to say, well, my priority is my parent. I got to wipe her ass. I got to move her around. And everywhere you go, everywhere you go, you got to take your mama in a wheelchair. Everywhere you go. Hey, let's go to let's go to Disney World. Well, uh, do we have a ticket for Mama, Nana? Got to take Nana to Disney World, and not only do you got to push your kid around the stroller, you got to push Nana. <laughs> it shit gets old real fast, especially if it ain't your Nana. So if it's it's a mother in law, dude, there's a story on that I seen where a mother in law did that, came in there and would be smoking in the kitchen, smoking in the house, smoking on the porch. The husband who was tried to check the mother and tried to tell the, the wife, you better check your mom. She's smoking on my deck. She's smoking in front of my kids. The mama didn't give an F, and the, and the, and the nana ended up getting a, gun, a firearm and shooting the husband, killing him in his own damn kitchen. <laughs> All right, and was saying, dude I, dude, I shared that story before. And because they had cameras in the house, yep, she shot that ninja in his own damn kitchen. And was telling him he was an abusive parent, abusive to the... To, and guess who stood up for? Guess who stood up for the mom that shot the husband? The, the wife. Ninja, I swear to God. She stood up for the mom. Guess who didn't stand up for the, uh, the abuela? It was the kids. The kids like, why you shoot my daddy? Ninja. <laughs> it's a cold, cold world out here, guys. These dynamics are all the things that... We have a thing what I call... This is a blue chip right here. This is a blue chip. We have a thing that we call in, in America, we, we, we avoid tough scenarios. We avoid tough subject matter. And we try to handle it when it comes up. For instance, we avoid, we avoid becoming, you know, when we're 18, we avoid 30, right? We think 30 is a lifetime away. We don't want to think about when we're 30, when we're 18. We think we're going to be 18 and 20, the rest of our lives. Guys, 30 is 12 years down the line. So when you're 20, 21, 22, and you're at the nightclub, 30's around the corner. It's knocking on the door. Then you're like, oh, I'm 30 now. What? You know, we see women doing this. Oh, I'm 30 now. Uh, what do I do? This is normally a woman issue. And young men have this issue too because you'll see a 30, 40-year-old guy and be like, you old. Ninja, you less than two decades away from me. This shit going to come up quick and you better be prepared. All right, you better be prepared. You better get your shit straight. Also, when we're advancing and we're getting married, we avoid the possibility down the, long, down the line what could disrupt this. We don't think our parents are going to die. We don't think how that's going to impact our marriage. We don't think when our parents are getting old that they're going to have to have need care, right? And so you think, oh, my mom, my mom has a job. My dad has a job, and he's 50, 60, 70. At some point, they're not going to work anymore. And then at some point, their health is going to decline. At some point, they're going to die. You better have some financial preparedness of this. 
You better be checking their life insurance. What about your life insurance? I'll think, deal with it when I get there. Okay. So we don't think about these things. We don't think about relatives that are going to encroach on us when we become successful. Yes, they will because they're not successful. They need your help and they're going to use the fact that they're a relative to get help from you. You don't have a plan for that. So we actually avoid these tough conversations That's because we don't want to create arguments. Because these things are going to fracture who you are as a person. Take away the relationship. Take away the relationship. It's going to fracture you. You're going to be crumbling if your parents' health fails. If they die, a child gets unhealthy. They, be, they, they might lose their life. I mean, there's a whole bunch of scenarios that fractures families. But what we do is I'm, I'm going to avoid it so that we don't become uncomfortable with each other. But then the scenario happens. Hey, mom... My, my mother's dad, you know, died. My father died. Now my mother's all alone. All right, I don't want her to be all alone. Then she moves in your house. Mm. Then the pain is, what? And then overnight, here's Nana. You're like, oh, what do we do now? See, these tough conversations need to be had up front. So you know what's coming down the line. But what we do, we'll just put a Band-Aid over it. And say, we'll avoid it. We're in love. And love will conquer all. Love will solve the problem. Nope. Nope. Them funerals cost a lot of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, care of elderly costs a lot of money. And so the blue chip mindset is what I'm telling you. You got to have these things planned. The people who have these things planned out, actually, they, they, actually, um, they actually recover very good. Well, they recover well. All right. But I've seen even wealthy people deal with these issues and they're fractured. The, it fractured the family between the in-laws and the brothers and sisters. It fractures them, right? And there was preparedness. Like I knew a woman, very wealthy, and she saved a lot of money because she married a wealthy guy. She saved a lot of her own money to take care of her parents' long-term care. And she was paying a lot of money for it. But what simply happened was since she was paying for it, she had the power to decide and the other family members who didn't pay for it, who didn't pay for long-term care, who didn't invest, they had to face the fact that they couldn't make a lot of decisions. So as the father kept living, but he was not able to support himself, he kept living. The person that was paying said, hey, I'm, I'm the one with the check, so I, I can decide. Well, the other people who did not prepare said, we get a voice in this too. And that was where the conflict is. Conflict, conflict, conflict. And it was painful because it took years for this man to die. Then by the time he died, guess what happened? The, the person that was writing the checks was like, okay, when we sell the house, it's not going to be split equally. And they were like, why? <laughs> See, <there? laughs> dude, I swear to God, man, th this is the normie shit that people, this is what normies do. Now, when you talk about this, people be like, this is all... Let's not talk about it. So then they wanted to split that, the sale of the father's house equally. And the person was like, no, that's, that's the money back that I put in for the long-term care. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you, man, you got to prepare. You got to prepare for this shit. And people who don't prepare um, end up in these goofy-ass conversations when emotions are heightened, right? Now the emotions are heightened, and everybody's like, well, well, well. Because they didn't prepare. You got to prepare for these situations. When you mate and you talk about love and romance, that's just the beginning, and that shit's going to be gone in a year and a half. 
Now what do we do when this happens, when that happens? This is why people get divorced. Because normies don't want to discuss this shit. They just want to deal with, oh, love will find the answer. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it won't. You're going to be messed up anyway. Somebody said, dude, I need guidance in making money. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. And the other part of the argument of that scenario was the person that was writing the checks lived a distance away. The other family members lived closer. They weren't cutting the check. So what fell in their lap was they had to be present more. They had to go check on the dad more. They had to go, they had to be present more, right? So they had to go check the mail, go check to see if he did, fell down. Uh, they would go check if the Filipino nurse was actually there. They would actually talk to the nurse more. Well, the person that was cutting the check lived like an hour and a half away through traffic. Now, the people who were not cutting the check but were present more were mad at the person who was cutting the check that lived an hour and a half away that they weren't there as often. Ninja, I can swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, you normies are incredible. You normies are incredible. See, this is the type of shit, man, you got to talk about. This is unbelievable. So wait, I've got to fight an hour and a half traffic up and back. I'm a parent. I got kids in school. You live 10 minutes away. I'm supporting this whole thing. But you want me there checking up on them? You're like, oh, I checked up on them five times. You only checked up on them two. And now all of a sudden they're fighting. So all that, you know what happened? The dad was dying. That's it. The dad was dying as if they didn't know he was going to die. But the thing that changed everything was that he started to die. And he started to have trouble. And he started to fall down the stairs. And he started to not feed himself. And he started to need help. That's the... As if you didn't know that that's what's going to happen. See, that's the problem. It's going to happen whether you ignore it or not. Might as well come up with the contingency plan before the emotions happen. But normies don't do this. Mm. Normies are going normie. This is why you make a plan for everything before you need the plan. Otherwise, you're going to get in. Well, like Francine says, I see it from both sides. I do, too. But what's the plan? It don't matter what you see from both sides. Let's bring the realities together before we need to execute the plan. You don't execute the plan when you need it, especially on a situation that is fairly obvious. The man is going to die. The ninja ain't going to stay alive forever. So why not 10, 20 years plan before? And then iron the shit out. Look, this is going to be my role. This is going to be your role. Sign right here. It's crazy. But this is what normies do. You think the shit is going to, hey, people going to live and die. People closer, you're going to live and die. It is. Let's plan for this shit. <laughs> Otherwise, no plan is going to be a failure. It's going to be a failure. And then all of these conversations, you're arguing about, well, I checked on this and I did that. Ninja, we ain't arguing about that when the plan needs to be executed. So execute your plan, develop a plan, execute it, iron it out, put it in writing, and then move forward. That was a blue chip. Or tell your boomer-ass parents they all alone. Shout out to no government name. BH says, you're right about the modern Jezebel taking lies to the grave. I just watched an interview Trevor Bauer's accuser after Bauer exposed her, and she is unremorseful and unapologetic about ruining his career and still claims to be an essay victim. Facts. Yep. Mm. 
Facts. I mean, you guys thinking, man, uh, especially for men, when we find out, one of the things that pains men is that we find out that women are ruthless. Uh, women are, are, in essence, they, they're self-serving. They think of themselves. Even when they can't serve themselves, they want other people to serve them. Like they're, I mean, guys, that's just who they are. You're not going to find that out. She's not going to tell you this, but I'm telling you this. You're going to find out the hard way. <laughs> All right, but they're very caring and giving when needed. You know, they have the capacity for it. But what's in it for me is their middle name. Shout out to Emmanuel says, here is your espresso coach. Yesterday's late stream stunned me. Shout out to you, man. That was a bad one. Yeah. All right, but they can be as cold and ruthless and vicious as any evil dictator. And they have the capacity within themselves because this is how they survive. And it is what it is. Shout out to Kaylin says, what's up, coach? I must admit that this Damon Lillard divorce came at a surprise to me. This is another one of those being together longer than being married casualties you speak of. I wish the best for his kids. In fact, he probably regrets ever marrying her. All right, we'll get to that in a minute. That's the next story. That's the next story. Let me see here. He said it's all an act. Yeah, I mean, there, there's something to that too. Again, when we talk about these things, we talked about them generally. Some people might say, well, coach, I'm not like that. There's a beautiful young lady. There's a beautiful woman listening to me. Listen to you. Hey, listen to me, beautiful woman. I know you think you're beautiful, but you're somewhat subpar or average. Listen, you can see me. I can't see you. You might think that what I'm saying doesn't reflect who you are. If you're under 30, you don't know what you're talking about. That's number one. You don't know who you are yet. But if you believe it doesn't reflect who you are, doesn't mean I'm wrong. Does not mean I'm wrong, and I provide plenty of evidence and proof of this. I'm actually right. But you're saying, well, I'm not like that. Well, congratulations. Let's give her a round of applause. Now, like anything, like anything that I tell any man, anything a woman says, Definitely in relation to men, add right now to the end of anything she says. Dot, 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 right now. Well, coach, I'm not like that. Dot, 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 right now. Okay, you're not like that now because you don't need to be like that. We all think we wouldn't do certain things in certain situations. But until confronted with that situation, you'll know how you'll respond. You think you would knock somebody out if they would challenge you. Most people cower in the corner. Most people don't say something. You think you would call out a cheater on the spot when you see it. Most people don't. You think you would actually have firearm training and you carry your concealed weapon that if you saw something happen, you would just bring out the skitty pop pop and defend everybody. Most people think once, twice, and then it's too late. Bang. Most people don't react as quickly as they think they would react to certain situations. You think you would, but until you are put in that situation, you cannot speak about what you would do. You would only hope that you would do a certain thing. In fact, anything she says to you right now, I love you right now. You're the only one I talk to right now. You're the only one that I ever could see myself with right now. You're the only one that I only think of right now. You're the only guy I'm talking to right now. We're going to be together forever right now. It is what it is, and this has all been proven, so you might not think you would actually do that, but it is what it is. I'm giving y'all blue chips today. All right, Brian. Mac says, Coach, you think Biden going to build that wall? And <laughs> he said it. By the way, he's actually uh, did see that uh, some money was allocated to putting that wall up. <laughs> all right. 
um, you know, uh, there's definitely a money uh, thing going on where wherever they put money, it seems to be funneled back to them. Shout out to Brandon says I'm at the DMV getting plates for my car. And this older Latina lady beside me was in a bind. She says she swiped her card and still has to pay $110 with her account depleted. She almost started crying while asking a DMV lady to give her a pass to process her documents. Even though she didn't have the money, she then called her ex-husband on speaker to see if he could send her the money. But he reverend X'd her. I was blown away. XXs really don't get better with age. Stay frosty out here, fellas. That is a common scenario. And I'm going to tell you, uh, this is called accountability, and I have a long-ass memory. However you treat me, I will treat you in kind. So if you are an ex, I always tell you, treat your exes kindly because you're going to need them probably. Ladies, this is more for you. Treat your exes kindly. You're going to need them before they need you. You won't see it coming. And now when your ex turn you down, which I will always search my ex. I don't care what my ex needed. I don't care if her hair was on fire. I wouldn't piss the fire out. I would just be like, sucks to be you. All right. Tell me how hell is. Save a chair for me. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll see you in a couple of years, a decade, maybe sooner. I don't know, but I see you down there. Yep. It is what it is. Mm. All right, shout out to Basil, says Coach. I was recently introduced to your content and so glad I was. Unfortunately, the institution of marriage has been ruined by feminism and ridiculous laws. Shout out to you and keep dropping these facts. And that every, he said, the facts that everyone is afraid to even acknowledge. Best edutainment on YouTube. Appreciate you. And I'm glad I, you know, I have to always acknowledge. Thank you for the new people who find me. I often forget about you. All right. You know what I mean? I know that new people find me and they're like blown away. I've been doing this for a lot of time. I've been desensitized by the things that I've say. So it might be harsh, but let me tell you something. Everything I'm telling you is an absolute fact. There's no lies. Everybody's experiencing absolutely everything that I'm talking about. All right. Now, now, whether you experienced it by yourself or you experienced it by proxy, by proxy or by osmosis, what I'm telling you is not abnormal and you know it. You've seen a coworker, your sister, your mama, yo, you. We've all experienced everything. Now, what you don't want to acknowledge is that you live by hope. You hope it doesn't happen to you. You hope your girl is different. You hope you'll find a man that ain't like CGA. Well, hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. So you must have a fail safe. You must have a uh, backup plan. You must have a exit plan. You must plan for things. Hope is not a strategy. And no, nuance is not a part of the conversation because I can't speak to you in your situation. I have to speak generally, but generally I'm right. Anyway, welcome to the new members of the coach gang out here and the train yang gang and the nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. All right. And shout out to the monk mode, the MGTOWs, the red pillars, the purple pillars, and all the hope strategies that out here. And oh, Shout out to the Tent Toes Up gang. All of my ladies that watch me, the 3% of my audience that are women, trust me, I see your DM. I'll reach out to you. 52-point program. You know what the expectations are. Lights on, socks off. You're with Mr. EWF, every woman's fantasy. I'll take care of you. Non-disclosure agreement must be signed. Non-compete clause. You know the deal. Don't act dumb.
read between the lines. Trying. All right, let's get back to the show. I just had to notify the ladies real quick, all right, because they were wondering. I'll get to your DM in a minute. All right, Damon Lillard is back in the news here. <laughs> Damon Lillard. All right, uh, what are we doing here? Damon Lillard in the news. Shout out to Game Time, Dame Time. Man, this is a sad story, but this is a story. This is a story that just proves a lot of what I'm saying here. Dame Lillard files for divorce from his wife, Kayla. What is this? What is that hype? What is this called? What is that accent in between Kayla? Like, how am I supposed to? Somebody said, we here, coach. I see y'all ladies. I'll take care of you. Don't worry. All right. I'll meet you after class. What is, what is Kayla? How do you pronounce that? Kayla? Kayla? Kaylai? Kaylay? What is this supposed to be? Anyway, uh, sad news to report. Now read an article. Basketball star Damon Lillard has reportedly filed for divorce from his wife. Kayla Lillard, the longtime couple who tied the knot in 2021. Mm. Wait, they were a longtime couple, but they tied the knot in 2021? Hmm, sounds like waiting doesn't indicate success. It says right here they were college sweethearts and shared three kids together. It says the divorce filing comes days after Damon Lillard. Damien. Did I call him Damon? Well, I call him Damon. Damien. Who names their kid Damien, by the way? I got a question. Listen. Damien is probably not the best name to name a kid. I'm not against Damien Lillard. Shout out to Damien Lillard. I'm going to call you Dame. But Damien? That ain't a good name. You might as well call him Natas, Satan, Nanny Go. All right, Damien? <laughs> all right, anyway, you must call them the omen like Damien. All right, now, all right, anyway, let me say, you might as well call them the demon, devil, the spawn of Satan. All right, like, what are we doing, Damien? Can we get another name for this guy? Damien. All right, anyway. Let's go back into the show. Like, you just literally setting them up for failure. Name them Neve, Heaven, something, God, Angel, Jesus, Damien. All right, anyway. Mm. <laughs> All right, let me stop here. All right, look, shout out to Dave Lillard. And if you're watching, I mean no harm. I was just thinking out loud. I was just thinking out loud. All right, it says right here, this comes days after Damien was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks and states that irreconcilable differences between the Lillards ultimately caused the, uh, ir- what? Im- I can't even pronounce that. In irremediable, irremediable breakdown of their marriage. All right, not uncommon. It doesn't tell you anything because it, uh, no fault states. No fault states. You don't need a reason to divorce. This is why men fear marriage. And in fact, they don't fear marriage. They fear divorce. So anybody that says men fear marriage, they're false. They fear divorce. And this is an idea. You could just get divorced for no reason at all. Meaning that we agree, uh, we agree that we disagree. All right. We have disagreements that we'll never agree upon. Thus, let's end this marriage. Now, I think that's ridiculous. All right. But of course, the marriage law swung that way. And uh, you guys are vulnerable to a no-fault divorce. And this one shares some photos of them when they were in their prime, just so you can see how long they were together. Uh, they were ride or die couple. T- take a look at these young ki- couples right now. They're happy. There's a young 23-year-old woman right now. You think you found the man in your life that you're going to be with forever, and then guess what? All right, sometimes it falls apart. 
All right. And uh, the people say, well, I whip my high school sweetheart. Ninja Gal- That's fine. That's fine. But doesn't indicate anything. I'm going to show you something that if you proves that out. Doesn't indicate that you're in love. Doesn't indicate that you're having sex. Doesn't indicate anything. It just indicates that you're staying together. All right. Uh, under all circumstances. I have an article to prove this here in a minute. So they were together here for a long time. Obviously, then this is probably a more current picture of them and in their later years. How old is Damien? He's got to be barely over 30. I imagine that Damien Lillard is, let me see if I can find his age real quick. I think he's 33. Okay, he's um a little bit more older than I thought he was. But uh, yeah, there's the reality right there. That's the reality of most people. Hey, this is uh, 10 years, probably 10 11, no, actually, no, they probably got together just after 15 years. 15 years is a long time. Let me read this article right here. Damian Lillard Lillard files for divorce. I believe that this divorce was pending the trade, and he's been wanting to get traded for about a year now, close to a year, okay? He knew that there was going to be a move, and I think he was waiting for this move, and this article indicates that. All right, so the divorce was already planned. It says, in a surprising turn of events, it is reported that Damian Lillard, the point guard of the Portland Trail Gangsters, or the Portland Trail Jailblazers, formally, has filed from divorce from his wife. And it says right here, this is according to multiple outlets, whom he has been married to for just a couple of years, but the couple, who are both in their early 30s, met while he attended Weber State in Ogden, Utah, and shares three children together. In essence, they were college sweethearts. All right, so even college sweethearts can be vulnerable to this shit. Let me continue. According to the divorce filing, which was submitted to the Clackamas, damn, Portland, Clackamas County uh, Circuit Court, the reason for the divorce was irreconcilable differences. It appears that the differences may have been significant as the couple have allegedly been living apart for from each other for several months. In fact, the filing suggests that as early as December 2022, which was almost 10 months ago, Kayla moved into a $2.7 million home in West Lynn, Oregon, while Damien remained in a $7.7 million mansion. Now, here's the thing. It appears that they separated. I did some research, and people were already indicating, even back then, that they had separated. And the separation had came probably less than 12 months into their marriage. But they had been together for almost 15 years. Like, this tells me a lot what's going on here. This also tells me that you can maintain be married and that people assume that your marriage is going good until it's not. This also tells me statistically that the divorce statistics do not account for these type of uh, divorces or marriages. They certainly don't count for these marriages. So whether you think the divorce statistic is 35, 50, 40%, that are just the people who formally divorced. Those are the formal Divorces, when they say 35, 40, 55, whatever, 60, 70, whatever number people want to pull out of their ass, that are just the formal divorces. Now, I had in my book, The Free Agent Lifestyle, what about the other 50%? Who do they represent? And these who they represent. Like the, the divorce is just a matter of time. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. It's the separated, the people living miserable together, the people just that packed it in, the people that are staying for the kids, the people that just too old and fat to divorce, the people who are staying together for religious reasons, the people that are in marriage counseling, they certainly count in the marriage, stayed married statistic. 
the people who are just riding it out, the people who are just waiting for their kids to turn 18, the people that are having affairs. Huh? So let me show you a clip of their dynamics. Then I'll continue with the story. I find this interesting that they stayed together for so long, produced kids. They got married and he's already divorcing her within two years. Mm. Within two years. All right. That that's something going on here. And I'm going to play this clip. This is in no way indication of what their marriage represented. But here's Damien. Uh, he looks like he's playing some video games, PlayStation. And it says, Damien, I don't know. Uh, this appears to be shared by the wife at some point. I don't know at one point of the marriage. But it says, Damien Lillard made a bet with his wife and she had to pay up. Let's play the video. Here you go, your little funky $200. Where you get this from? <laughs> what you mean? My wallet. Why it matter? What's yours is mine, what's mine is yours, baby. All right, and so again, this is no way, this is just a small glimpse of their life. I've obviously, you know, I think they had a very, um, I, I think people liked their relationship because she wasn't a model. She wasn't an Instagram model. She was so much of a normal woman and a woman that he grew up with. So people just assume, oh, that's what love looks like. All right, that's the idyllic love story. That doesn't mean it's going to last very long. All right, people grow up. They grow out of touch. Um, their life change. Money comes in between things. Maybe he wants to be out here in these streets. Maybe he was in these streets. Maybe she wanted to be out in these streets. We see that uh, Steph Curry's wife wants to be out here in these streets. So we don't know what happened. All right, but he obviously pulled for the divorce, and we're going to break down financially what this might look like for him going forward. And uh, let's just show you again. She hinted at. Was yours is mine and was mine is yours. This is not a good sign. And it sounds like this is done after the marriage. I mean, I'm just picking here, just picking up stuff. Not as she got comfortable, not as she got the money, not as she got the ring, not as she got the name on the paper. She starts acting different. Okay. And this happens. Women do switch up after the marriage, after the wedding. They switch up because they're like, you can't do nothing. You got to, in order to leave me, you got to file paperwork. It's going to cost you a lot of money. It's cheaper to keep her. Hey, women do switch up. We call this the bait and switch. So she says, we'll be the same. We've been together for 10 years. Why would you think I would change now? She gets married. She changes. She changes when she has one, two, and three kids. We call this the investment phase. They got married. They got kids. Now it's a stop loss for her. She's like, Nigga, if you stop, you lost. If he didn't marry her, it would, it would still be child support, but he wouldn't have the marriage to uh, get rid of. He just would have the child support to give. Now he has the marriage, the house, the division of property, the community property. Now he has all of that. This is what prevents men from leaving marriages. So this also falls into the successful marriage category. Now, women do change in marriage. Men don't. And inevitably, there's a quote that says, Women get married hoping the man changes. Men get married hoping the woman never changes. Inevitably, both are disappointed. So the man says, I'm going to marry this woman as she is. I hope she never changes. And she will. The woman says, I see some qualities in him, but if we get married, I hope he changes and matures. That probably rarely happens either at the pace or the rate that she wants. And I'll say it again. Women get married hoping the man changes. Men get married hoping the woman never changes. Inevitably, they're both disappointed. And this is what leads to these scenarios. 
She got married hoping Dane would probably stop chasing these hoes because there was no penalty for him to chase these hoes out there. All right, and she said, now if we get married, you can't chase those hoes, chase those hoes anymore. That probably did not change. He got married hoping that he would still get this woman right here. Okay, his college sweetie. He got married and said, all right, I'll do it. I'll make an honest woman out of you. I'll get married, and he thought he was going to have this. Instead, he got that. All right, and it switched up. He didn't change. She did change. It's the story as old as time, all right? And the dynamics can be caught here in this small snippet of their life. Here go your little funky $200. Where you get this from? <laughs> what you mean? My wallet. Why it matter? Was yours is mine, was mine is yours, baby. Yeah, was yours is mine, was mine is yours. Essentially, you're effed now. You're effed. She like, hey, you screwed now. You don't want that married me. In fact, I used to hear that from my ex. And she was like, well, you don't want that messed up. You don't want to marry me. Guys, uh, that's a red flag. All right, I'm going to just let you know. It seems weird when they say it. It's going to seem weird. You're going to be like, what does that mean? You're gonna, when they say it, you're going to be like, huh? What that mean? What do you mean by that? Trust me, guys, looking in hindsight, that was a fucking red flag. I should have, I should have knew right there. I should have, as soon as I heard that now, I should have skedaddled. Well, you messed up. You married me. I should have known right there. But let me tell you, that right there is not good because that means she's inevitably planning that. You're going to be punished if you walk away now, Ninja. In essence, in essence, I got you by the balls. I got you by the short hairs. Now, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this child support. Let's talk about his contract. I don't want to pocket watch him, but this is his current contract. And I think there's going to be some exceptions made here. We'll look at when um, his new re-up is going to be. If he actually gets a re-up, all right, he potentially might be able to play for five more years. You know, if he's if he's lucky, that takes him to 38. He's looking at maybe an Achilles or a knee, knee at that age. Hopefully he stays healthy and he could play another 10 years. Damon signed a four-year contract worth $176 million with the Portland Jail Gangsters. And it says right here, including $176 guaranteed. All right, so all of that money's guaranteed money. All right, that makes you beholden to any of these franchises and leagues. Like, you can't really, you don't have a voice when they're guaranteeing you money like that. Most NBA contracts don't have that much guaranteed. Like, 100% guaranteed contract. That's why he couldn't call his shot. He wanted to go to Miami. The league's like, the team's like, bruh, Ninja, you get guaranteed money, Ninja, you get no say. You go to Milwaukee. Okay. Somebody says, we all make mistakes. Trust me, yeah, man. And I, we pay for them a long time, indeed. All right, uh, and it says right here, annual base salary, $44 million. All right, in 2023-24, which is this season coming up, Lillard will earn a base salary of $45 million in, in one year, in one year. $45 million in one year, while carrying a cap hit of $45 million, all right? I mean, this is because it's all guaranteed money, and it's all, um, it, it doesn't sound like they're signing bonuses or anything, so he's got flat guaranteed money, all right? Dead cap value, $45 million, all right? You don't see many contracts like this, by the way. Most NBA players do not have contracts like this. I mean, the Portland Trailblazers went all in on him. You don't see contracts like this. This is a straight-up 
penny for penny contract, penny for performance. All right, there's no incentives. There's no if you get hurt. There's no if you get championships. We'll give you a base of this. And if you go to the playoffs and win MVP, this is just play, pay for play. That's a that's a straight up contract there, and uh, that's what made him harder to move. So, you know, most teams wouldn't need be able to afford a contract like that. So you had to put him in a good situation, either a big market or in a championship contender where the team would be willing to sacrifice and take the hit to try to get a championship. And also, they moved him possibly to keep Giannis, another piece, which his contract is up in another year or two. So you're keeping both of your p- people here. Uh, but, yeah, these team owners aren't going to make a lot of money. They're not going to make a lot of money here. So they're selling out for the championship. And then eventually, after these two go for Milwaukee, Milwaukee will be bad for about 15 years. <laughs> 15 years after the fact. And you can watch every team that has done this type of move here. Florida Marlins, when they won, and then it's going to be a fire sale of everybody. The owners got to make their money back over a 10-year period, and the team will stink ass, all right, when these two leave Milwaukee. All right, but uh, hopefully they'll get a championship or two out of it. Now, last point of this. How much child support is he looking at? This is going to be painful. He says all NBA contracts are guaranteed. Um, it's getting that way. All baseball contracts are certainly guaranteed for sure. Uh, NBA contracts, mm, I I don't remember when that happened. Sometimes there's incentive-laden contracts for certainly football. I don't think that's true, though. Um, I don't think that's true. But anyway, I'll I'll, I'll look at it. I'll look at it. But um, here we go right here. I'll look at it. I, I think... I think a lot of them, many of them are, but I don't think all of them exactly are guaranteed. I have to look. I I have to look. I don't think that's true. I've seen contracts laid out where it doesn't look penny for penny like that. All right, but anyway, yeah, uh, Major League Baseball is the only of the three sports that have fully guaranteed contracts. The NBA, I don't think, does not have fully guaranteed. Maybe if you get in the Supermax or something like that, potentially. All right, but anyway. They just became fully guaranteed. Okay, thank you for the update on this one. I'll check it out. I, I, not all of them currently are, though. But I think the new ones are. But we'll check it out. Check it out. Uh, here we go right here. Thank you for that update. As long as you're not at the veteran minimum. All right, there we go. All right, so let's go back. Let's go back. What is child support going to look like on $45 million a year? hi yay yay. Now, here's the thing. This woman has no income. (laughs) All right. This woman has no income. He makes $45 million a year. Now, I can only go with a possibility of what child support could be on. uh, Let me see something here. Uh, I'm going to go on a child support calculator. I'm going to go on a child support calculator. Let me see here. Let's see if I can pull this up. Now, again, this isn't going to be accurate. This is based on the only calculator I know, all right? And um, there's a lot of things here that probably going to have to be negotiated. I don't have, if she takes him to child support court, this would cos- possibly be absolutely ridiculous. We know the custody is going to be messed up. 
because he cannot have 50-50 custody. He's probably not going to be able to have enough time for 50-50. So she's going to get primary custody of the children. And if somebody can, and the oldest child was born in 2018. So that child is no older than six years old. So we're talking about the next 12 years minimum. The maximum is how old is the youngest child? You know, the maximum of it. This is the next two decades. The next two decades. I'm going to just put in parenting time of roughly 10% for Damon. 10%. Okay. I don't even know if this calculator could even add this up. All right. I don't even know if this, there's no way. So she's got zero income. He makes, shit, I need another calculator. We're just going to do this. This is it. And spousal support. Spousal support, we'll have to look up in Oregon as well. They were only married for two or three years, so spousal support will not be for that long. At least it would be for a year. But it's going to be a big bag. All right, $45 million a year. All right, I'm going to divide that by 12. This is pre-tax money. And, of course, guys, uh, most child support is pre-tax. All right. So he makes $3 million a month. $3.7 million a month. I'm going to just hit the quick calculation on this one without any guidelines, without any exceptions. Um, he's looking at, and people said that, $48,000 a month. $48,000 a month. Yeah, $45K. So we're looking at that. We're looking at that $40,000 a month just for child support. I got $48,000 a month for three kids. All right, and that's just, yeah, three kids. All right, and that's at 10% custody time. That's, that's just a simple possibility. Now, you add in community property. You add in possibly any spousal support. Let me look up if Oregon has spousal support. Does Oregon have spousal support? And this is going to go on for at least 15 years. Okay, 15 years. It says they have a uh, transitional compensatory uh, spousal maintenance. So they have three. All right, so they have a temporary compensatory and spousal maintenance. I think he's going to fall in some sort of temporary or compensatory, which means that they have a short-term marriage, but they might consider, if they lived in Oregon the entire time, some sort of common law. Does Oregon have common law marriage? Because she might say, we've been together for 15 years. Um, so they need to count that time. You cannot create common law marriage in Oregon. If a couple is from another state and meets the requirement of common law in that state, then Oregon recognizes it as a valid marriage. Oh, Jesus. Let me see. Here. So I can see a possible play on this too. So they've been together for a long time. Oregon doesn't have common law, but they've been together for 15 years. That's time. So she could say, no, we've been married for two, but we've been living together as a couple for 10, 12, 15. And then he could say, we weren't in Oregon the whole time. We were in Utah. Okay, they say if a couple is from another state and meets the requirement of common law in that state, then Oregon might recognize it as a valid marriage. Okay, I'm just telling, giving you possibilities. Now, when the money's on the line, women turn real froggy and they will go in there and they will pull all these rabbit out the hat. They're going to pull it out. Let me see. Does Utah have common law? Because they were in college together. 
Many people may uh, get a common law. Utah does not recognize common law. All right, so that might save them. There's only a few states that have common law, and they're getting rid of it. Um, so again, in these situations here, in these situations, at least at the bare minimum, could cost them $48,000, $50,000 in child support going forward for the next 15 years. What is this also? Somebody said maybe she sells makeup. What does this also do? I'm going to give you another indicator here. This is why uh, these young men have to really be responsible with what they do and not be pressured into do things emotionally because here's the last caveat. He might make all this money guaranteed now, and he certainly should be in a good financial position. But what of this? Of that money, pre-tax, he's going to have a lot of it taken over the next decade and a half. He ain't playing for the next decade. He's not playing for the next decade. I said five years. But he's going to be paying child support for the next 15. And this is what's common. Is because once he stops earning that money, these checks aren't going to come in. This is kind of why Shaquille O'Neal works like a maniac now. Shaquille O'Neal takes every sponsorship he can possibly take. Right? He's on everything. And the reason why is he's recovering a lot of those lost funds from his divorce and child support. And now that these kids are now older and don't fall under child support, he now can work and that money's not taken away from him. And so now he, has, he can make all that money back. Dane Lillard, does he have that opportunity? Who knows? But he's only going to pay five to seven years tops, but his child support is going to continue to come out of his income down the line. And she is not going to want to deal with any modifications. All right, so it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to hurt when he retires. It may not hurt now. And everybody's like, nah, he got plenty of money. But all that money's going out, but nothing's coming in. All right, so yeah, you can make a lot of money. Imagine if you made $10,000 a month. And you made that, but you got a child support order at $3,000 a month. All right, and you're like, cool, I can pay it, whatever. But now when you stop earning 10K and your salary goes down to 5K, and for the next 10 years, $3,000 getting taken out of your check. You know what I mean? So now people say get a modification, all that stuff. Yeah, but is your baby mama going to go for that? Who knows? So this is what we're talking about. I mean, there's probably more to this. He probably has sponsorships, Nike shoe deals or whatever he has. That's not being counted. But trust me, she'll count every dime in this process. She'll have every dime accounted for, every contract and whatnot, unless she's a cool chick and she just negotiates with them, which you can do. Women, I'm just telling you, you can always negotiate a fair and favorable and equitable deal that doesn't put you between, that doesn't put the court between you and the parents. Because you guys are going to have to parent for the next 15 years. That's going to make it hard to parent when you go in there and you open his carcass up on the judge's chamber and you have him bent over showing his assets on the judge's chamber. All right, so it's going to make it hard for him being willing to parent with you. This is why then dads become deadbeats, because they're like, this bitch is out of, she's out of her mind. She's trying to really take advantage of a scenario that I proved, I actually gave, you gave her the deal of a lifetime. You actually upgraded her life. Inadvertently, you raised her marketplace value. Without Damian Lillard, she's nobody. Without Damian Lillard, she's nobody. 
But Damian Lillard's still Damian Lillard, whether he's with this woman or not. So he did more to her life to improve her life than anything. Now, if she comes back after the fact and then tries to screw him over, this is why men disconnect with women. This is why they do it. In fact, she wouldn't even be known as a mother if it wasn't for Damian Lillard. Because people have it backwards. They'd be like, well, she had his children. Ninja, she wouldn't even be able to say she was a mother without this man giving her his children. So he, her whole everything was because of Damien. Now, when she does this, she burns the bridge by trying to get every dime. Good luck going into the future. Without her, she's nothing. <laughs> right? So he's, she won the lottery by virtue of him choosing her. So I hope she has a little bit more common sense than most of these American women do because they don't see that. But of course, age will change that shit up. And let's just say this. Can she ever find another Damian Lillard? The answer is no. She's never going to get another one. <laughs> All right. Now, can Damian Lillard get another one of her any day of the day, any day of the week? Let me get in here with this here, Super Chats, and then we're going to get into the next part of the show, main event. Do me a favor. Like this video. Whether you agree or not, dislike the damn video for all I care. All right, we're back into the next hour. We got, guess what we got coming up? We got our men and women truly compatible. All right, Super Chat time. I got to catch up on all of these Super Chats. Shout out to Wild Boy. He says, if I see you outside with a Dita, I wouldn't bat an eye. If you get married... Do you, but if I see you out here with sexy red, I'm buying myself a monkey swimsuit and binge watching Hafiz videos in the building. Shout out to, you ain't never going to see me with that sexy damn red. You might catch me with a gordita out here though. Leaf says, sup coach, hardly here, but always repping free agent lifestyle. Shout out to you and the coach gang. Salute and much respect. Appreciate you. JC says, I feel timing is important for compatibility, but it won't last. Since men don't associate sex with love and women do, we may temporarily bond to satisfy a need or our instinct to procreate to fill a void. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I will talk about that because I think men, men's compatibility is temporary, temporary, right? But most of the time, men don't even choose. We'll talk about that. Men don't even choose their partner. Men choose who gets long-term, but men don't choose the partner. I, I, I'm going to go into that because people disagree. Most men, remember most men, we're not talking about the players and the ninja with the mouthpiece. We don't talk about that. Shout out to free agent for life. Andre says, had to had the newly divorced face showing his teeth. Yep, that fast. Laid back lock says, coach, have you ever seen these gold digger prank videos on YouTube? No matter the city, no matter the ethnicity, all of the women are the same. I think many of those are fake, but because um, I cannot imagine those scenarios and setups, but I think a lot of those are fake, all right? But there could be a small percentage of them that are somewhat real, all right? But even if it is a fake video, doesn't mean the scenario is not real, all right? I have been in, guys, I've been in a highly hypergamous dating market uh, most of my life, Los Angeles. I had to grow up in Los Angeles, right? I had to grow up in Los Angeles, the San Fernando Valley, Thousand Oaks, Newport Beach. I've been in high, high pergamous areas. So does the gold digger prank 
demonstrate what could happen over a longer period of time? Yes, it doesn't happen that fast. But I've seen hypergamy play out right in front of my eyes where those things would happen. It just wouldn't happen like that. So, yeah. It's life imitating art or art imitating life. So while they might be fake, there's a hint of it. All right. And I told you, I was just pulling up in the Marl parking lot yesterday. Woman waves at me as I'm backing my car into a spot. I mean, I'm going to tell you, when I was driving a Honda Civic, that never happened. Mm. Shout out to Hawk. I cry. He says, RP D3. Um, not sure who that is. Said last week that he craved women's attention and he was roasted. You showed that you showed the YouTube man with XX attention and you celebrated it. I thought it was bad to crave attention. I don't know who RPD3 is. Is it bad to crave attention? No, I always tell you that in most scenarios with many men, it is that women and men do validate each other. This cannot be, some of these red pill things cannot be disturbed, right? So we're actually taking natural things and trying to disturb them, trying to be stoic and act like it doesn't affect us. Now, when we pedestalize it, and go above and beyond to get it, that's another thing. But just like me, when I pat you on the back and say good things, you feel good about it, (laughs) right? So, yeah, sometimes a woman's smile, sometimes a man's attention can get a woman and a man, vice versa, to feel good for just a period of time, all right? This is true. This is just nature. So does that mean we're compatible, or does that make us simps? Like, we got to really... Take what's natural to be natural. Right? Craving attention is another thing, right? It's a little bit different. Anyway. MC Hamster, what man, wait, what man saying no to making $10,000 a month helicoptering on OnlyFans? He says, you would if you could. 10K a month? Oh, hell no. I'm not a picture guy. I'm not a picture or video guy. Like, I can only look at pictures long enough. I need to be in them guts. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. I know women don't understand this. Like, this is why I think long-distance relationships and all of that shit, long courtships over the phone, they don't work for me. Like, can I send you some picture or video? Here's a video of me doing something. I'd be like, that's nice. <laughs> a woman says hi and sends me a picture. That's nice. I don't give a shit about them goddamn pictures. All right. You can save all the pictures. She like, I got a video of me touching myself. Great. <laughs> Who gives a rat's ass, man? I'm not a picture video guy. So, yeah, man, that ain't going to do nothing for me. Let me see if I can pull this up. Hold on for a second. I don't even know what I'm doing. All right. But, yeah, long distance relationships, those things favor the woman. Like, those things are very much female oriented. None of them, none of that shit is favoring the guy at all. Anyway, I don't care about no guy. I want to be in. Yeah, I don't need no feet pictures. I don't need no pictures of your titties. I don't need no pictures of your bung, your bung hole, your hairy bung hole. Your, I don't need no pictures of your thighs. I don't need no picture of your face. No nothing. Your collarbone, nothing. None of that does anything for me. I barely can get, I, I barely can get going just having the interaction, unless it's the first couple of times. Now, if I didn't been there 20, 30 times, I'm not that excited about it. <laughs> mm. I'm not even that excited about it, even if I'm physically with the woman. 
I am, but I'm not. I'm kind of over it after about time number six. For certainly right around the fifth or sixth time, I'm kind of over that shit. Now, if we space it out, the better it is. Like if I see you every month, every other month, then I'll still, I'll get excited. But if I done seen you five, six days in a row, and you five, six days in a row gave me that, I will be like, mm. mm. by day three, I will be kind of over it. You better be fine as hell or, or my type. You better be my type. Like, I mean, like, that I can imagine. Anyway, let me stop. Mm. This is a family show. It's a family show. Hey, um, with it, guys, if you're doing a long-distance relationship, you're a moron. That's just my point. Long-distance relationship, you're a moron. I have to say these things. Ladies, I have to talk to the guys like this. Don't be offended. Long-distance relationship is the dumbest thing a man can ever do. It's going to lead you to do stupid shit. What's the benefit of it? Nothing. Especially if you have a monogamous relationship. Monogamous long-term. What an idiot. I cannot think of what value are you getting. Nothing favors you. Anyway, stop. You guys are going to get mad at me. How dare you? <laughs> you guys are going to get mad at me. All right, anyway. Bozo. Like, what value do you get? Like, she get everything. Even if you, like, you message somebody and, you know, because you do this on Instagram and, and, and Tinder and you, you message women out of, out of your area. You messaging women out of your area. Man, if this woman can't get to me in less than an hour, she's useless. She's useless. Not even a friendship. I don't even like friend, female friends in my present. Certainly, don't you want somebody to talk to? Nope. <laughs> never. I would never do that. But young dudes do this. Young dudes do this. Hey, we got Marty in the building. All right, here we go. Marty in the building has something to say, but I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Him say I'm negative. I'm negative. All right, we got a hope strategist. We got a hope strategist in the building. All right, him negative. What is that? What if I said that is negative? Now, I said for you, for your life, it could be negative. Ninja, I'm telling you the truth. All right, <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Ninja in here, this is so negative. No, this is the truth, and you're harmed by it, and hit dogs hollering right now. This ninja clutching his pillow. And he ain't have no punani in the last year, I can guarantee. But that ain't neither here nor there. <laughs> oh, I can't take this. But you watching it. You steady watching it. Oh, and just, just learn. Just sit back and learn. Long distance relationship. You know what happened? I said he's a moron. That's what happened. I called him out. That hit dog was. <laughs> hit dog hollered. I knew it. I knew it. I knew when remember I said that I was like, I'm sorry. I have to tell you he's in a long distance relationship. That's what happened. That's what happened. Yep. Now I know what it is. He barking down there. Hit dog star Harlem. He got a Filipino girlfriend long distance too. She probably in the Philippines right now. Getting throttled. <laughs> Where he at? He's still in there. Don't, hey, don't ban him either. He's in a long-distance relationship, and he got caught. He was with me for a minute. <laughs> he's with me for a minute, but he got naive in his feelings. He's clutching his pillow. My girlfriend loves me. We Skype every night. 
before she goes to sleep. You on a 12 hour time difference. I know where she is at all times. <laughs> Marty McFly. All right. Hey, McFly, think, McFly. Think. Think, McFly, think. All right, anyway. I told him he's getting nothing from his long distance relationship and him got mad. Shout out to your long distance lover. <laughs> all right, anyway. Yeah, man. He got mad. That's all. He got hot and disgusted. All right, my, Marty, what do you get from your long-distance girlfriend? What? What? What possibly do you get? What possibly could you get? What are you getting out of a long-distance girlfriend? What? That you can't get from another woman that is close to you. <laughs> he crying like Stewie. Yep. He curling up in his bed. Let me get Stewie crying real quick. This is Marty right now. All right, when he go to sleep after listening to my show. Let's pull up Stewie. Yep, right here. <laughs> it's an evil world we live in. That's Marty watching me right now. <laughs> he said, we touch ourselves on a camera together. I'm getting something. Oh, man. Anyway, shout out to him. I'm glad he's here because he's going to learn. I'm the uncle you never had. What do we got here? The contractor says, my parents better have cash. I'm not paying for long-term care and diapers. They alone, like he says, they are alone like they left me some years ago. F them. And, uh, yeah, guys, um, you better have that conversation with your parents because they think they can change your mind. Your, your parents are going to be like, what are you going to do? Let me live in the street? <laughs> where are you at pug dad he says don't let jacob nick's name go silent being a former in major league baseball player and co-sign on her doing this for trevor bauer is extremely disturbing yeah we might have to talk about him too we might have to talk about him too because he actually set it up twin a the base salary for the NBA contracts is fully guaranteed. If you remain signed past January 7th, incentives are extra money. If they cut you early without cause, there's a penalty. Doesn't apply to 10-day contracts. Thank you for clearing that up. All right. But uh, if you don't remain signed, is that yearly January 7th? So what if they cut you before January 7th? No guarantee? Interesting. Twin A says, Drew's wife proves women really don't think or really think they can have it all. He says, want a pro athlete, you'll move a lot, and he'll be gone a lot. He says, want a millionaire CEO, he's going to be busy working, you can't have it all. And this is facts. All right. Uh, I, I think a lot of people that, I, I think one of the things in women, you can speak on this. You can speak on this. Women think that they, they can have a rich guy, and that dude just have a whole bunch of time to give to her. Right. No, you're going to have, if you want a guy that makes a lot of money, and then if your world, $100,000 a year is a lot of money, you're not his priority. He's not going to be, when he wakes up, he got to think what he got to do to keep that money. Because if he doesn't, there's no, there's not another $100,000 a year job. Plus, he's got to do this job for the next 30 years. 
When he hops out of bed, he ain't thinking about you. He's not. He's thinking about what he got to do to keep his position. What he got to do to keep his fort uh, protected. What he got to do to provide and feed bellies. He's got to think about his next thing, the next project, getting the next client. That's number one. Uh, in their head, uh, uh, um, a guy that makes a lot of money has a lot of time. Now, he does if he's 60. <laughs> if he's 60 years old, yeah, he made a lot of money over a longer period of time. He got time to play. He got time to be on his boat. He got time to fly airplanes. He's got time. But if he's 30, 40, 50, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And he will move at the drop of the hat. Well, what about my career? I'm a, I'm a, no, who cares about that, man? I know people want to make that happen. They do want it all. I want a guy that has time. So he has time to cook me a meal. This, in their world, they think a guy that has a job, makes a lot of money, drives a nice car, dresses nice, also going to cook her a meal and rub her feet. <laughs> okay. Oh, he has time to cook me a salmon and rice and quinoa. He cooked salmon, quinoa. He knows all the difference between a Merlot, a Cabernet Sauvignon, all right, a Mont Blanc. <laughs> he knows the difference between all of these wines. He's a wine collector, the ninja over there. He knows how to fix cars. He's got a nice supercar, a mansion. And then he knows how to make kimchi and, and quiche. <laughs> he knows how to draw, write poetry, sing R&B songs. He knows how to massage a woman, oil and shit. He knows how to, he takes long, nice baths. <laughs> he, tilt, he got time to take a bubble bath. Mm. <laughs> he making couscous and quinoa. All right, he got he got time to do all this shit. Like where he got time to go to the concert, and also he got time to go to the baby face concert. He got time to go to the game, front row seats, seats on the floor. He got time to go on vacation. So be like, oh, I'm going on vacation for two weeks. Yep, he know how to fold towels and fitted sheets. He picks up his sock. He cleans the house in an apron. <laughs> he has a helicopter. He could just go out to the, to the weekend, go out to Cancun. Ninja play the piano. He's just like. Ba -la 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 -la. He can sing and play the piano. <laughs> right? You be watching too many goddamn movies. Like what? He know that I sew on buttons on his shirt when they fall off. He also knows how to cater to her. He could. He got time to leave his job to bring flowers to her job. I was thinking of you. Here's some flowers. Here's some lunch. Oh, you got the perfect man. He brings lunch, and he's an important guy. He speaks three languages and shit. Like, yeah, he a race car driver on the weekend. Man, but and he got to be six feet tall and have muscles and he got time to have abs. He got time to have abs. He gets manicures and pedicures and waxes his eyebrows. <laughs> like, bro, like. <laughs> he only wants one woman, though. He only wants to sleep with one woman in the world. And that's her. 
He's monogamous. He never cheated on anybody. He takes care of his mother. <laughs> and, and that was that previous girl, Mar Marty. That was Marty here. Jesus. Like, where are we at, man? He climbed out Everest. It's like, what in the hell are they asking for? He a black belt. Yeah, he got a black belt in three martial art disciplines and shit. He could do, he could, he could beat men. He could beat men up. You don't need a firearm. Yeah, he goes to church. He a choir boy and he went to church and he rose to deacon. <laughs> and he has a sense of humor. He has a sense of humor too. He can make her laugh. He laughs. She laughs at his corny jokes. <laughs> Yo, man. He flies an airplane and shit. Like, this ninja is super ninja. Anyway. And guess what? All that for her to cheat on this ninja with the personal trainer. All that for her to cheat on the personal trainer the minute he's like, my pilot's license expired. I can no longer fly a plane. She's like, what? I'm not happy. <laughs> oh man yeah the ninja practice law part time and he takes on hard cases where he comes in a nice suit and he's slaying everybody he's bringing in the one armed man she's in the courtroom Hercules Hercules <laughs> oh my lord and he only wants one woman in his life He only, and he's a virgin right now but he lays down pipe like a master He's only wants one woman to himself. Am I not? Am I tripping? Am I tripping? Who did I describe here? He feeds hungry people. He volunteers at the soup kitchen on Saturday morning. Uh, you caught me volunteering. I'm feeding the homeless soup. All right, here we go. <laughs> Look, ladies, where y'all at on this one? You see they quiet. Wait, you see they quiet. They quiet. Yeah, you're like, any guys like that? Coach, do you know any of these guys? Maybe you know one. He could have sex for three hours, 10 rounds. He don't sweat on her like a, a hairy-ass bear while he's fornicating. He stays completely dry while throttling her. They'd be like, I could find a guy like that. I'm going to hold out. Until then, I'll have sex with pookies. All right, anyway, he said, <laughs> oh, man, this is crazy, man. That's what they want, though. That's what they want. This is why, as a man, I've decided long time ago, I'll never be that guy. I'll never try to be what they want. Ninja, you like me where I'm at or not? You like me where I'm at or not? Shit. He don't snore at night. He don't be farting in the bed at night. Just crazy, fam. He wake up and his breath smell like mouthwash. He never let his toenails grow long and get dirt under it. Stop. Hey, man, let me get these super chats right here. Hey, man, shout out to El Jefe. He says, what do you think of that video of the biker smashing that woman's rear windshield in Philly? I didn't see it. I bet you that woman instigated the whole thing. The biker smashing the woman's rear window. I don't remember that. He says men really just start beating the shot of women. Yeah. All right. It's always instigation. All right. El Jefe says, CGA, what percentage of relationships do you think women plan on extorting or setting up the relationship? 
to have dirt on them. All. All. All women have dirt on their. This is called leverage. All women get detailed information. Now, do they plan on extorting him with it? I don't know, but it's definitely something that they inherently will use in their back pocket. So all women get information that could be harmful to you. This is why I tell you, man, never let the right, never, the left hand never lets the right hand know what they're doing. Never pillow talk. This is the whole story of Samson and Delilah. If you have a spouse, a partner, and you have a, a, a secret, you have a secret that you plan on carrying to the grave, which we all do, don't tell her. Then just think they wife need to know everything. Do not tell her. Because if that relationship goes south, that secret coming out. So if you rob banks, all right, you were in the car with Keefe D when Tupac got shot. Do not tell this bitch. All right, do not tell her. You used to rob banks and never got caught. You used to steal for 7-Eleven. You used to steal one penny because uh, you hacked 7-Eleven's computers and that's how you got wealthy. Do not tell them. You used to sell drugs and keep the, no. No. Do not tell her. But women have a good way of extorting, the, getting this information out of you. You can tell me. And they'll bug you, bug you. Come on, man. I'm not that type of woman. I'll never tell. Listen, women can't barely keep secrets, man. They can't do it. It's almost impossible. She gonna have that shit out with the quickness. All right, so anyway. Here you are, yeah. You shot Osama bin Laden, she gonna have it out. All right, shout out to Macaron and Tony. He says, in those pics, they look like good friends. It reeks of homie lover friend community relationship. They tried to make it work for the kids and it was her last thing. So she basically was like, marry me, make me an honest woman and I'll be eternally happy. No, all right, no. Guys, you guys gotta really protect yourselves out here. I see a lot of guys put in, I don't even trust people like this. All right, but, you know, you guys put trust in the people, and these are the worst people to put trust in is people. <laughs> people are infallible, and they're goofy as hell. All right, let me get some of these super chats, and I'm going to get out of here. Oh, no, we got one more segment. I forgot. We got one more segment. Uh, Brian says, greetings, coach. Quick question. Do you believe that as long as a man has leverage that he can have a successful marriage or relationship? Uh, he could have a successful, successful relationship, but no marriage, right? But leverage is key on everything. In marital laws today, the man gives up leverage by getting married. You lose leverage, all right? What leverage do you have if you're married, okay? Right here. What leverage could you possibly have that she doesn't have over you? You gave her the leverage, all right? And she's fully aware of this. In a relationship, though, in a relationship, if, as long as you're not married or cohabitating, you got all the leverage. And is it important? Yes. Those women are like, I want the leverage. Once she has the leverage, it's like giving a child the leverage. And it's the dumbest shit you're going to ever do. You never let a child have leverage over you. <laughs> right? Why? Because they don't have no damn common sense. They don't have life experience. So once a child try, tries to leverage over you, what would you naturally do? A child needs your protection. She needs your, a child needs your protection. Your child needs your security. Your child's going to need you long-term, not just short-term. 
But a child or a, a female or a woman will only think short term. She thinking a day tomorrow. She not thinking five years down the line, 10 years. I can't put a person in charge over me like that. All right. We got uh, our brother here, Christopher Chavez. He says, paying my monthly king of kings taxes. I live in Qatar in a two-bedroom condo in a part, uh, the best part of Doha or Doha. I offered to let Americans on my social media stay at my place for free. This was an experiment to see which Americans have money for the flight and will leave their bubble for a chance at a cheap trip to see a different country. Guess how many ninjas took me up on that offer? Zero. Mm. He said, these normies, free agent lifestyle for life, man. I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Shout out to you. Thank you for that generous chat. Yeah, dudes dudes don't want to leave their comfort zone. And I always challenge men. The success is outside of your comfort zone. All right, we're going to get to it. All right, shout out to Pro Man Explainer says, it's been said a man chases a woman until she chases him. Facts. And vice versa. Um, have you ever tried to chase a, Have you ever um, been with a woman and you were giving her nothing? You were like, eh. And then all of a sudden, you start being on her. Baby, I love you. She will run away. Caitlin says, I'm sure you would agree that the only marriages that, the only way marriages could work for men would be if they never get divorced, their wife never cheats, their marriages aren't sexless, and their kids respect them, and that they are the true leaders in their household. Unfortunately, none of these things will ever materialize. Yeah, in our country, just marriage is not favorable. That's all. It's not favorable to men. It's favorable to women. And in in fact, that's the way it should be. Again, some of these things I'm saying, you think I'm saying it shouldn't be that way. I think it should be favorable to women. But hence, if you do it, You're not doing it for you. In fact, I've never heard a man say, I'm getting married for me. Have you ever heard a man say, I'm getting married for myself? No. No. He he gets married, says, I want to be, I want to have children. I want to have a legacy. I want to have love. I want to have a sexual partner. I want to have a help meet. I want to have a partner. Right? I want to build a community. Even the guys that tell men, not to avoid marriage, they never say, you're going to be a better person. They'll end up saying some other shit. Well, you'll have kids, and the kids will have a structure, and then the structure will this, and then the community will build, and people will, STDs won't spread. They'll say everything other than, hey, you'll be better from it. (laughs) You'll be a better man. They might say you might earn more money, but that's even a fallacy too. That's been debunked. They'll earn more money, but they'll see less of it. So anyway, Caitlin says, last one, Drew Holiday's wife, Lauren, used to play for the U.S. women's soccer team. So she knows, so she, wait, so she should know about moving around. Oh, interesting. Anyway, let's get to this part of the show here. This is the main event. Yeah, despite that, we got a double main event. All right, uh, let me see here. And if you want to be a guy, a pillar of your community, I admire you. Are men and women compatible? Remember, if I say something, doesn't mean I disagree with it. If you want to be the pillar of your community, the the picture of perfection in your church, go for it. I'm not telling you not to do it, but I'm just telling you there's trade-offs to everything. Okay. 
the straight-offs of everything. Let's get to this right here. I'm going to show you something here. Look at this article. I just saw this article. And it makes me ask questions when I see articles like this. It tells me a lot. Now, you can't see the whole title, so I'll read it. I'll try to at least. This article was put out today by the Daily Mail. Why losing the spark won't delete your marriage? Groundbreaking survey reveals sexual attraction is no longer the most important ingredient in a matrimonial bliss. Now, I agree with this. I can understand this. I was formerly married, and I will tell you, sex is not consistent after a period of time. And this is somewhat natural if you study it. Intimacy is not consistent. It is not, it is not something that is going to keep your marriage going it's almost going to fall off. Now, can it come back on in phases? Yes, it will come back in in phases. Sometimes it will completely disappear. Now, people will maintain their marriage. But I'm looking at this as a, as, as why would they promote something like this? Why, why wouldn't they promote people to start reconnecting physically, sexually? Like, for instance, taking sex off the table for men in a marriage, if they knew this beforehand, they would not get married. One of the motivating factors for the man to marry at all is sexual exclusivity, right? That's why he's trying to get in there. That's why he even talked to the woman from the beginning. That's why he even talked to her. Now, he's not looking at her as a good mother. He might eventually say, hey, I would like this woman to have my kids. But he's not thinking of that off the rip. He's thinking that if he gets married or at least down the line has her as a mate, he can have sex at will. Now, inevitably, he's going to be majorly disappointed because that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Eventually, she'll lead him on. She'll love bomb him. She'll flood him with sex initially. And his male brain says, this is how it's always going to be. And it's not. Now, this is why people pursue monogamy because monogamy is our current standard. It is the norm. But there's an undercurrent of things that we do that are abnormal, that are not the normal society. And the majority of us are doing it, but then when we walk outside, we're monogamous. But the data shows us that even monogamous couples are not monogamous. So I'm not going to read too much into that, that story, but this just tells me that the question I asked earlier, are men and women actually compatible? Well, this one blows that argument up if you said yes. So if you're taking sex off, which is vital, it's the number one thing for a man. And you're taking that off, well, then what else is there? They're trying to insinuate potentially there may be something else. And let me read that. Let me read that. Now, in a woman's world, she loves this. It says right here, keeping a spark alive in a bedroom has long been held as the key to a matrimonial bliss, but a groundbreaking male survey of more than 1,000 people suggest that sexual attraction is no longer the most important ingredient in a happy marriage and a lack of intimacy does not automatically mean a trip to divorce court. I agree. People stay together even though there's a lack of intimacy. Yes. But these are so-called successful marriages statistically. An astonishing 78% of 452 married people who took part of the poll say that they would not leave their spouse if they no longer desired them sexually. Now, if you know that, and you know that some people do this in their marriage, and they claim to be successfully married, but in that, there's an undercurrent of they're not intimate. Would you count that as a successful marriage? Well, they do, but do you? 
perhaps unsurprisingly, 66% of those were aged 45 to 54. So the majority of these people were older people. This also indicates that they may be having affairs, which we'll talk about. Or they just might have given up. But it is not just the older couples well past the honeymoon period who feel this way. A huge 67% of married people aged 25 to 34, as did 63% of those 35 to 44, and 38% of those 18 to 30. So we still have this idea. This explains to me also the weakening of the man. So the man's scared to ask his wife for sex, but that's what she signed up for. Some women are going to disagree with that, but you signed up for sexual exclusivity. Now, if you don't perform the duty, you're reneging on the deal, okay? If you don't want to make time for the duty or you want to wait for the man to do something for you, a.k.a. prostitute yourself to your husband, you want to wait till he buys something or does something special or makes you feel good, uh, this is reneging on the deal. Now, you can decide that you don't agree with that, but that's why your ass going to get divorced, all right? It is what it is. Or that's why you're never going to have a successful marriage. You'll just have a guy that's just sitting there riding it out, waiting until he dies. That's what he's doing. Or he'll, he'll cheat on you. He'll cheat on you. But leveraging sex after a marriage is actually against the social contract because he doesn't have any other outlet. So now you're going to control him and reward him. Good job, I'll give you a little cookie. When in fact, he already put up with a period of that just to marry you. But now you're going to keep leveraging that because you have nothing else left. And you know it. So that's the only card you can play. And you continue to control him as such. All right, let's go to this video right here. This is a woman here that's going to also say, that makes you question. Think about my question. Are men and women compatible? I want you to listen to this. There's a sister right here. She's going to say something, and I'm going to ask you, is she describing compatibility or something else? So the question was asked, why do women feel entitled to a man's money? And I'm going to rebuttal that with, why does a man feel entitled to sex with us? Baby, that's your answer, okay? Because I'm tired of the double standard. Like, it's like, okay, well, a man can feel this way and do this and whatever, whatever. And he's been like that since the dawn of ages. But the moment that women start being like, all right, well, you feel entitled to this, I feel entitled to that. You got to answer your own questions sometimes, especially women. Like, you, y'all be playing dumb. You playing clueless for views. You know good and damn well why the hell we feel entitled to their money. Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, okay? Uh, Okay, I want you to ask yourself, remember my question, are men and women really compatible? Now, if you say, yes, if I find a compatible mate, all right, that's not what I'm asking. That's not what I'm asking. You made that the question. You made it, is a man and a woman compatible? You made it about, yeah, if you find the right person in a lot. No, 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 no. I said, are men and women compatible? That's the question. The answer is almost inevitably no. And I'm going to show you how it's possible that that's the answer. I don't have the true answer, but it sounds like that's a quid pro quo. That's a tit for tat. That sounds like a transaction. That sounds like prostitution. That sounds like. Because she's only looking at the relationship based on money and puss. Okay. Now, some people will disguise this under a marriage, a relationship, and so forth. And that's the exact same transaction. And then they'll say we're compatible until you're not. 
then you'll say irreconcilable differences. We don't agree. Why do you always do this? Why does she always do that? If you have the idea of why do you always do that? Why does she always do this? That is not compatibility. What you're trying to do is get people to move, change who they are to fit what the other needs are. That's called compromise. If you have to compromise, that is the opposite of compatibility. See, compatibility would be positive, positive, negative, negative. That would be compatible. But if I got to take a negative and try to put it on the positive and make it work and electrocute myself, that's not compatibility. If I got to take something to implement it, an outside source, a piece of gum, <laughs> right, to make the shit stick, that is not compatibility. That's you working that shit out along the line. In fact, that's somebody making a sacrifice. That's somebody actually saying, giving up something, trade-off. Okay, if, if I give a little bit of this, you give a little back. That, that is not compatibility. All right, and I'm here to tell you, even the stuff that we even say, and I'll show it, even the stuff we talk about, hypergamy. Hypergamy suggests not men and women aren't compatible as mates. If there's hypergamy that exists, compatibility doesn't exist. It doesn't. There's no way. And we'll explain it here. Let me explain it here. All right. Are men and women truly compatible? This is a Reddit subject right here. I'll just read just from briefly here. Uh, human, humans are alone in conscious awareness of our preference and desires. I have no doubt that men and women have a collective pathology of toxic masculinity in modern times. I worry that keeping the toxic, toxicity narrative alive is what keeps men in a nihilistic spiral. And Lord only knows what that implies for society. And they're talking about evolution and all of these other matrix, sexual matrix and so forth, that if the man has a belief system that he's toxic when he brings that into a relationship, but the woman's not toxic at all when she tries to bring the man across, which makes this nihilistic approach. The guy thinks he can never get what he wants. And so then he becomes toxic for any ask, any situation, it becomes toxic. You're toxic. You're toxic for wanting me to sleep with you at will. If the wife doesn't want to sleep with you, how does that compatibility? If a wife turns you down for sex, how's that compatibility? And why does that make him toxic? Why does he have a nihilistic approach to marriage? Because most of the time he knows he's not getting compatibility. He has to give up. He has to give up something. Here it is. Uh, by the medium. Why men are not compatible with women. But that's not bad news. Again, I suggest that because we're not compatible doesn't mean it's bad. We can get something from each other. Ladies, come touch your toes. And I can fix your mind. Or come have a good time. Romance. I don't mind being romantic. But there's a period that I would like to be romantic. And a period that I don't want to even think about that shit. When I give it to you, accept it, appreciate it. But don't then beg that I need to be there every time and do that to get the reward that you're going to give me. That's not compatibility. That's tit for tat. That's prostitution. That's actually you leveraging something against me to perform. All right? 
that's not compatibility. That's certainly not a positive way to look at relationships. But people do it. People do it. Um, listen, we're running behind. There's a lot in this one. Now, there's a, I, I want to show you this video. There's a lot. Uh, what about this? Compatibility. Can men and women be just friends? A lot of people believe this. I don't. I don't believe men and women can just be friends. In essence, one person may have a desire for the other person, or one person might develop a desire for the other person by remaining closest. The compatibility is sexual, but are they compatible mates? If one expresses to the other that they have some sort of uh, desire for them and the other one doesn't, does that ruin the friendship? Inevitably, it will. Thus, what they thought were compatible, they're not anymore. All right, so what happens is one was express one was keeping a friendship and trying to play the long game and then the other person was valuing the friendship and ignoring a possible heel turn hoping that the other person didn't develop any sort of sort of desires for them then when the desire appears when you're confronted with the reality what happens most of the time the friendship or the perceived friendship implodes the friendship will never be the same. In fact, many women will say this exact thing. I don't want to mess up our friendship. Okay? That implies that men and women aren't compatible. Not just those two, just in general. They were only compatible as long as there was a possibility. In her world, it was the possibility that he never crosses this line. In his world, it was a hope that he can change her opinion by being present to cross her over. That's not compatibility. They both were using each other. That's usury. Just like this woman described usury. Right here. And usury can appear malicious or it can appear innocent. Doesn't mean usury has to be malicious. Doesn't mean it has to be about money and sex. The malicious act is maintaining the friendship only to try to change it or avoid changing the friendship because you were getting something. That's not compatibility. That's usury. Both people were using each other. And then when you, the usury was over, then the usury ends, right? As soon as there's no ability to use anymore now one person goes the other way to go the other to go the other way right the woman says damn i can't be comfortable around him because he's trying to get with me then the man says well i wasted all my time and energy trying to be nice to her to get her to sleep with me or be my mate then they stop this is an exchange this is this is usury this is a transaction okay people you can fool me all day long but let me show you this See this right here. Pull this up. There's a rule called. Let me let me play a video for you to entertain. I think you. we need to come. Um, I'm going to entertain you for a bit because you guys need a little bit of stop hearing my voice. <laughs> All right. So let's hear another voice on this one right here. The terrifying secret behind women affairs. Now, again, we know statistically that women do have affairs and we can almost assume at this point with the statistics, they have them at the same rate or more than men. I know I've done a show on this if you missed it. 
because most men don't have sexual options at all. Well, let's continue. One of the ways that women gerrymander this system is that, say you're married and you have children with your husband, but you also have an affair. So you have a child by another man. That's more common than anyone suspected. So part of the way that women solve the problem that you're just describing, I'm not saying anything for this or against this, this is a purely factual biological claim, is they pick a monogamous marriage and they cheat with high status guys. Now, you know, obviously in the con- Now, this is Jordan Peterson talking to um, uh, Joe Rogan. And sorry for the piano in the background. What he described, again, women will pick a monogamous mate and potentially cheat on him with who they want. Or, okay, set the rule for the beta uh, the, the, and the alpha can not, I, I can never get that right. Alpha doesn't have to follow a rule, but you set the rule for the beta. Now, in the black community, this is done in the opposite order. Let me explain what he just said and change it up because black community in America and in many places, they do the opposite. I mean, they do this, but in the opposite order where they'll have the mate, they'll have kids by the man that they choose to, and then the other guy comes in and sweeps up the mess. This is exactly what he's saying, but he's using, you know, because he don't have a frame of reference for the community. This is why they don't back me on my show, on their shows. What he's describing is what married people do in white society and middle class and up where the woman will have the husband beta and then cheat girls nights out, girls trip. The black community does it the opposite. They have the babies up front with the men they desire. And then the man, the secondary man, the monogamous man, the man with the rules, the man with the expectations, he raises the kids. Let me just go ahead and play it again just so you can hear it. Guys, this is not monogamy. He's calling it gerrymandering and rigging the system. In fact, if there, if this does exist, if these type of relationships exist on any side, that does not constitute compatibility. That is usury. That is not compatibility. So you're saying we're compatible. Well, the compatibility is the fact that you're willing to look over certain things to make it work. Compromise. This is not compatible, people. Let me, let me go back into it again. You're, you're forcing the compatibility. Let me let him explain it again. Sorry for the piano in the background. One of the ways that women gerrymander this system is that, say you're married and you have children with your husband, but you also have an affair. So you have a child by another man. That's more common than anyone suspected. So part of the way that women solve the problem that you're just describing, I'm not saying anything for this or against this. This is a purely factual biological claim is they pick a monogamous marriage and they cheat with high status guys. Now, you know, obviously in the confines of the marriage, that's a terrible thing. Women are hypergamous, which means they meet across and up dominance hierarchies. And so yes. if you're a male who's successful in a given hierarchy, the probability that you're gonna have additional mating opportunities is exceptionally high. It's an unbelievably good predictor of that. That hypergamy is a very uncomfortable discussion. The idea that it defines women's sexual choices by the fact mm -hmm. that they want bigger, better. Mm -hmm. Now. Uh, let's just put this in the context here because people get turned off because even Joe Rogan, although he might seem red pill, he has blue pill tendencies. Just because you have muscles and shit and high status don't make you an alpha. And that's no diss to him. When we talk about hypergamy, it is not just because he had big money, big muscles. He also had the ability to provide better. He also might have been a better lover or somebody in the past. That hypergamous sense 
reflects itself in every marriage. And I'm going to tell you, or a relationship. Okay. When the woman says, I'm not happy, <laughs> she's exercising her hypergamy. Meaning she forced upon you something that you cannot control. But she's saying you, she can control it. Then she says, if you make me happy, then I'll dish out X, Y, and Z. Now, there's men that she would not give these rules to. There's men that she potentially gave these rules to. There's men that she probably thought she was doing this and then eventually said, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> and she bounced. The compatibility was no longer there, so the association was no longer there. That's called Brefold's Law. This does not institute anything or define compatibility. This is Brefold's Law, which basically says, if the, let me read it, Brefold. Briefo's law maintains that the female, not the male, determines all the conditions of the animal kingdom where the female can derive no benefit from association with the male. No association will take place. So if she doesn't see you as valuable, she will ignore you. No, no she will walk past you. Again, are men and women compatible? The answer is no, if that's the case. That means she would constantly search, but her restriction or guidelines, I need this, this, and this to feel compatible. When she doesn't find it, she'll say, I'll be bad all by myself. There's nobody I'm compatible with. None. She'll be a lesbian. She'll just live with her cats. How was that saying that men and women are compatible? What happened was her standards rose up to the point where she out hypergamized herself. Because she got guys that had some of those values. She was with them. She fell out with them. And now she's looking for more. This is why a woman can believe with age, her value rises. No, your experience rose. That means you now have a higher expectation because $500 don't solve your problems. $50,000 solves your problems. Hypergamous. So if, this, if these two things exist, there's no such thing as compatibility. The only case where I can say there possibly is, is if we're talking about adolescence. If we're talking about, if we're talking about adolescence, meaning like a 15-year-old girl and a 15-year-old boy, a 16, 17, 18, 19, that's the only place that it could possibly exist. And most of the time, you're completely non-compatible, but you're Squeezing it in, all right? You're, you're forcing it. Let's let him continue to cook right here. Well, someone who's more successful, someone who's higher on the social ladder than what they're accustomed to. Mate choice is very difficult. I, I love guys here. So is coach compatible with men? I, I mean, are you trying to insinuate something? Let me tell you something. Men normally can hang out with other men and expect zero back. What do you call it? You can hang out with your boys. All you need is a company. Now, it doesn't insinuate that you're gay, but it does suggest that there's no quid pro quo. There's no association by expecting something from the other person other than the pure fact that you kicking it together. Now, take it, what, take it how you believe, but we're not talking about sexuality here. When you talk about women, if you remove sexuality from women, you will not associate with them. P. 
Period. That's not compatible. So try it if you want. But it is what it is. If men removed any provision, Briefolk's law suggests that the woman wouldn't do shit for you. She wouldn't even say hi or smile. So try to try that with somebody else. Try that with somebody else. <laughs> if you split the bill, if you don't pay the whole bill, if you don't open her Tesla car door, this is why I show you these videos. They're suggesting I'm going to not do something for you if you don't do this. Let's go back to this woman right here because you missed this part of the show. This woman, you see her on the screen. Remember, she didn't like him, but she went to dinner. She accepted a ride home, and then she said, he didn't open the Tesla car door, therefore I stop associating, period. So what, what is it? Are we compatible? Are we using each other? Stop. Now, if you picked up your homeboy in your Tesla, and you pulled up, and you said, get in, ninja. You said, get in, ninja. He'd figure out a way to get in. He'll hop in and be like, yo, this is dope. Take your pick, ninja. Have it the way you want. He wouldn't, he wouldn't jump on the internet and say, this ninja didn't open my car door. I hate him. He wouldn't say nothing. The ninja would figure it out, and you yell at him. Ninja, open the door. But listen, it is what it is. I know you want the world to be what it is. See, you want to change me, but you're not arguing with me. You're arguing with God and nature. Just understand that. Everything I'm saying is an absolute fact, and nature can back it up. All the research can back it up, but you can do whatever you want here. In fact, if a woman's gay or your gay ass uh, was wanting something from a woman, most of the time you don't seek it out. A woman that is gay probably doesn't associate with any men, which suggests that men and women aren't compatible. The minute she finds no need for a man, she has no association with a man. So have it your way. The minute she says, I'm attracted to women, she won't talk to zero. She'll talk to zero men unless she plays basketball or is in a motorcycle game. <laughs> All right, come on, man. Try it if you want, man. Don't argue with me. Everything I tell you, go argue with God with this shit. All right. It is what it is. Try it on another person. All right. I'm just telling you what the fact is. You can accept it or reject it, but you can also, <laughs> you can also try to figure it out on your own, but you can't argue with the Lord, you can't argue with CGA, and you can't argue with nature. You can act like individually, can you find a compatible mate? Possibly. How long can it last? <laughs> right? Who knows? Yeah, but again, I know I'm cooking because the trolls are heating up. I know I'm cooking because the trolls, can you argue what I'm saying? Nope. Can't argue what I'm saying. All right. You can't argue it. And you guys are lost. You aren't there yet. You're not with me. I'm three steps ahead of you. This is why you I always say, man, anybody that's with me, they only see my back. All right. You can only see the back of my head because I'm three steps ahead of you. Argue against this. Nobody can. Let's continue. You wish it was different, but you cannot. Let's continue. Called problem. So how do you solve it? Well, here's how women solve it. Throw the men in a ring. Let them compete at whatever they're competing at. Assume that the man who wins is the best man. 
marry him. It's a brilliant solution. It's a market-oriented solution. It's actually the solution that appears to have driven our evolutionary departure from chimpanzees. And it's it a would, biological it would, solution, it but it has a cost. What is the cost? The cost is polygamy. And so we rein that in with enforced monogamy. And we do that in order to provide stable circumstances for children. Okay, bit, very big point here, because people wonder this. He's saying this, what happens is, what happens is because we want to maintain this, we have to rein it in or else something else would take its place. Now, this is where the conversation gets deeper. Because we know this to be fact, what we try to do is enforce it or we force it. You force the compatibility. You force the monogamy. Even if you're not in a happy relationship, you stay married, Damian Lillard, until he can't do it anymore. Because without this structure, polygamy takes over. Now, this is what women don't want. And you know who else don't want it? A lot of men. Because they would lose double and triple. You think mad people, men mad now? You think they going through red pill rage now? Just wait till polygamy takes over. And we're already living polygamy in that essence. Open relationships, poly choices, poly lifestyle, bisexuality, stepfathers, baby mamas, divorcees. This is all shared partners, concubines, poly relationships where the woman has several men that provide several supports. This man is my friend, work husband. This man is my ex-husband or baby daddy. He gives me support to support my kids. This guy takes care of my kids. He's a support system for, for the kids. This is poly. Not only that, if you believe in the 80-20 rule, the 90-10 rule, this is all poly. Where the men at the top get the benefits, no rules, no structure. He also gets more sexuality than the men at the middle and the bottom. All right. So it, if, if the woman participates in this, this is insinuates there's no compatibility between men and women. She just changes the rules by basically who the, what the association is. If men participate in this, okay, what's going to happen is he's going to just have more partners or he'll just fall down to the middle and the bottom. He'll give up, be nihilistic, or he'll have to force monogamy through marriage. He'll have to force monogamy through marriage. He'll have to say, I want a monogamous partner. The only way I can get one is through marriage. Is that compatibility? That's not compatibility. He forced it to prevent him from being left out. To prevent from that mate selecting another mate. And he played her game. What do you want? I'll, I'll give you me. All right. But uh, let's go back. Let's go back. Let him cook on this. To keep the monogamy system running, you have to force it or enforce it. For instance, if if you see you're out with a married man and you see that married man get up, I, I've actually I actually saw this happen when I was in New Orleans. This is one of the first times I, I saw an openly married man cheat. And we were out in New Orleans. The guy was married. We were outside on Bourbon Street. This young tender walks up, and we didn't know what happened. All of a sudden, we see him walk off with the woman. And it, I was with men and women. We were all stunned. We were stunned. We was like, did he just walk off with that girl? Now, this guy was married, had kids, adolescent kids, and whatnot. The girl that walked up 
early 20s. He walks off with her. And we're like, he didn't say a word. Now, enforced monogamy, enforced monogamy, we would have stopped him from doing that. We would have said, hey, hey, you have a wife. You can't do that. Or afterwards, when we saw him the next day, hey, man, you can't do that. You have a wife. I'm going to tell your wife. She's going to divorce. That's called enforced monogamy. He's obviously not compatible with his wife, but he's staying together for whatever reason. But our judgment is based on enforced monogamy, meaning that he wants to be poly. He's highly selected. More women want him. But in order for us to get him to stay monogamous, we have to enforce it on him. Is that monogamy? Is that compatibility? The answer is no. That is not. That is poly. All right. And so what, what happened was he walked off with her. We all sat there stunned. We didn't have any answers. Then we, we, um, we, we saw him the next day at breakfast and we looked and we was like, what happened? Tell us. Tell us. Now, in that situation, what would you do? Would you go tell, man, yo, man, that's whack. You wrong for that. What type of man are you? You have kids at home. You have a wife. That would be enforced monogamy. I'm now penalizing him for playing another system. But, like, when we let that shit go, we're accepting Polly. You've accepted Polly, and now we've, now we've, over the last couple of decades, we now see people doing this. In essence, if you don't enforce monogamy, poly takes over. That's where we are. That's what he's saying. Again, the question is, are men and women really compatible? The answer is not really when you look at how people are acting. If you're a stepfather, dude, you're not, you're not, you don't have any compatibility. You have a compatibility. You have compatibility with the person you're with now. Were you always compatible? Probably not. Are you compatible because you're giving up? You're like, okay, I'll give and take. I'll take the trade-offs. I'll compromise. That, does that insinuate that men and women are naturally compatible? No, it means you actually chose a situation. You're tired of dating. You caught an STI. You don't want any outside kids anymore. You want to settle down. That, does, that is not compatible in, in my definition, all right? This is not compatible. Oh, by the way, what happened? He hit them skins. He beat the, he, he says he beat the brakes off that young lady all night long. Mm. All right. Let me, let me continue with this here. And again, you want to argue this. I'm the wrong one to argue with here. I'm laying down the facts here. Let's let him spit that shit again. What is the cost? The cost is polygamy. And so we rein that in with enforced monogamy. And we do that in order to provide stable circumstances for children. There's a polyamorous society just as unattainable as this utopian Marxist yes, idea? I think so, because this is another point I was making that didn't get covered in the article, although I wrote about it somewhat extensively on my blog, is that societies tilt towards monogamy across the world. It's human universal. Now, that doesn't mean that people don't have polygamous or polyamorous tendencies, because they certainly do. That's a very uncomfortable subject, though. <laughs> yeah, that's a very uncomfortable subject. But it's a real subject. And it's been here since the first caveman, the first Shaka Zulu. For women in particular. Oh, it's an uncomfortable subject for everyone. Right. But, but it's a but terribly women uncomfortable they, subject. They don't like the idea that this is a common thing. Hmm? That women choose a safe man that hmm. is willing to be monogamous with them and perhaps maybe they're above him in a social class or sexually. 
and then they'll cheat with yeah. someone who is yeah. above well, it's, them. Well, it's common, but it's not the norm. All right, that's important. It's common, but it's not the norm. How common? We don't know. I mean, women don't tell their, they don't tell stuff like this. But I think the best way to indicate this, if they cannot say it, is through two ways. Number one, this way. And that's you. If a woman says, hey, I've had my fun. I'm ready to settle down. I'm, I, I, I had all the jerks. I'm looking for this guy. That, that's one way to tell. That she's not living a compatible. She's not looking for compatibility. She's looking for a beta need. Right? I'm looking for a guy that's not this guy anymore. I had those guys. I thought I wanted a rich man. I thought I wanted a pro athlete. I thought I wanted a Tyrone. I thought I wanted a guy with a long schlong. I thought I wanted a guy. And then she says, well, I had those guys. Now I want this guy. But this guy's going to follow all the rules that the previous. That's one way to tell. That's one way to tell that she's playing this game. This is why we make fun of this woman. And that's you. This is why I make fun of that woman on my Twitter that nobody found to figure it out. She was asking, I need a guy that prays. I need a guy that does this. And everybody was like, what's wrong with what she was asking? The problem was she had a couple of babies by one or two rappers. <laughs> right? So you're like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with what she's asking unless she's using it as a means to um, uh, be at least giving a guy favor, right? She's not using it. She's not, she's not giving those rules to the guys previous to you. And she already has their spawn. So in, when you look at it, you go, there's a lot wrong with what she's asking. She's putting excessive standards on guys that she did not previously. Another way to notice this is if she's a single mother. Now for the guys in, we could talk about it, but another way to notice this particular game is if she already had kids before you and then come in after you and say, no kids for you, <laughs> right? But raise these kids. That's another way to do it. This is why men get a feeling about Russell Wilson. This feeling is inherent. This feeling is natural. And women will never understand it. Some men will never understand it, but this is a natural Situation that if we were in a primitive world, Russell Wilson would be punished. Today, we cannot punish him. Why? Because he has status and money and women are protecting him. In a primitive world, he probably would have been dealt with what he's doing. Okay, you see what I mean? Like, that's how barbarian we would have been about it. We want to let that shit slide. All right, but this is just a natural thing. Or we would have warned him by labeling the woman even the women would have labeled the woman this is why women get labels for behavior this is why men get labels for behavior those labors were warnings to other potential partners hey man she's a slut <laughs> that was a warning that wasn't just to put her down that was to warn the next potential partner hey man she's a skeezer so anyway let's get on Right. It's still right. the norm not to do that. The norm right. is fidelity, but there's plenty of exception. And this is enforced monogamy. Culture yes. is the norm. This yes. is the, well, the, the very definition Well, enforced of it. monogamy is this. My son's getting married in September. So let's say he comes to me in a year and he says, hey, dad, guess what? I've had three affairs in the last year and they've all been successful. I haven't got caught. Aren't I a good guy? What am I going to say to that? No. What the hell are you doing? That's not what you're supposed to be doing. That's enforced monogamy. See, most of us are living not compatibility, but enforced monogamy. Now, this isn't bad. Again, I think there's some good things about this. Again, there's trade-offs to everything. But you're living enforced monogamy. 
You're not living monogamy. Monogamy would be insinuate compatibility and choice. I choose to do this. All right. But most of you guys stay. Oh, stay with your stay with your wife and work it out under all circumstances. That's enforced. Or you can't get divorced because our religion enforced. You can't marry that person. Marry this person enforced. Oh, you can't marry. You shouldn't marry him because he's short enforced. These are all enforcements, which doesn't insinuate compatibility. Oh, we want to maintain the look of the family. We don't want people to know what's going on in here. Enforced. Super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Enforcement argument meaning the people around you try to guide them in a way that you think is going to lead yes, to it's, a it's harmonious deep. family Yes, life. it's built deep into the cultural norms, and if that starts to destabilize, then there's trouble. That doesn't mean that it's not prone to all the problems that you laid out. Look, there isn't a bigger problem than successful reproduction. It is the big problem. And all of the solutions that we've generated for it are full of flaws. So again, I, I agree with this. Again, I agree with his take on this. There's, there's not bad, there's not good. But what happens is when reproduction happens, there's, then you bring in more problems. In fact, if you have a marriage without children, when the divorce happens, you don't hear shit. But as soon as there's children, then all of the other problems are swept up in it. Stay for the kids. Oh, uh, child support. Uh, you, you lose bigger financially. The, ch the kids become broken if they're raised by the mother exclusively. Custody battles. You see how reproduction quickly changes it? It changes everything. So then they tell you to stay with the wife or stay with the husband, even though you're not compatible. <laughs> they enforce it. See, these are the things. These are the things I want questions answered. I want questions answered. Then you say the marriages are successful and you'll use the fact that marriages stay successful 50% of them. Then we say, well, no, they're forced to stay married for one reason or the other. And then I say, well, then men and women are compatible. Then you say, yes, they are. Like, make up your mind. <laughs> Which one is it? But these things are done. Social norms doesn't mean compatibility. Social norm is monogamy, married, sex with one person. That's a social norm. That's not a, that's not a, that doesn't indicate that's the natural course of things. So that's, a, that's my big question. It's the big question. Now I can find a woman that I'm compatible with, but most of the time you'll find that you're kind of just forcing it along. Anytime you have to have counseling, marriage counseling, agreements, premarital counseling, see, that doesn't suggest compatibility. Most men, let's talk about these men. Most men are only compatible because. Most men are only compatible because. Because they would get no other choice. Because it would cost them a lot to end the relationship. Somebody says, why have kids if we're not compatible? Well, nature is the one that dictates us to have kids. Most of you have kids by luck. Every time you have sex, you don't have kids. Nature dictates that. Timing and all of that. But you want to have the kids because you have a belief that the other parent is going to be a good person to raise your kids. Does that mean you're compatible with them? 
You put them in the role of parent because you trusted their parentage. Now, let's just call this out. Most of y'all have kids with women you ain't even compatible with. I would say the majority of us have been birthed through everything other than compatibility. If you had a mother that never married, if you had an oopsie pregnancy, if you had a wife that tried to extend the, the, the marital clock, oops, I'm pregnant, but your oldest brother, your youngest brother is 12 years older than you. Some of y'all don't even know who your daddy is. Some of y'all test tube babies. Some of y'all surrogate ass babies. Some of y'all daddies was on a weekend trip. Your mama was on vacation. You were born outside of compatibility. You were only born through nature. <laughs> and that's the majority of us, especially then when you go down to third world countries, that's probably damn near all of them. You were born out of an urge. <laughs> you were born out of a sexual urge and you nutted in their belly. Like it wasn't, it was nothing but that. That was it. So listen, don't hit me up with all of this shit. You're asking, you're talking about, you're talking about the norm, but let's talk about what's common. The norm is two people to get together, compatibility, have kids, plan it out, stay for the kids. That is a norm. It's a cultural norm, and it happens to be the norm, slight majority of relationships, slight majority. What about the rest of y'all? <laughs> y'all was sperm donors. She went to a sperm donor. She got knocked up by the weed man. You were the weed man. She didn't know who the baby's fathers were because there were three men that she was with in proximity. You had three babies by three other women. What are we talking about with this shit? Like, let's get it straight. Stop bringing me the utopian. Stop bringing me the normie conversation to prove this or ask questions. Because I could just show you real fast. Some of y'all was born because your mama snatched the condom out of the bathroom trash can. Stop. <laughs> they trying to bring me what is what it look. Let's just talk about what it is. Some of y'all was born because the condom busted. <laughs> they try to bring this stuff. I mean, it is. Some of y'all were born in your parents already filed for divorce and you were born afterwards because they were still having sex. I know people like that. They were still having sex. Oops, I got pregnant. Ah, they, but they were going to divorce. They were, already, they were already at each other's neck. So think about this thing. Think about this thing. In the perfect world, I pick a mate. We partner. We're compatible. We love each other. We create children out of love. And we do this not only for our selfish purpose. We do this for community. We do this to provide for the children and set them up so they can repeat this process. Okay? That is only happening on an elite level. And even those guys have arranged marriages. Arranged marriages on any level suggest that we're not compatible. The minute you put a requirement on who you're compatible with or who you believe you're going to be compatible with, that to me suggests that we're not compatible. For instance, if you're white and you can never marry a Latino person or a black person, 
and you're only compatible with white people, all right, that suggests that you limited your capabilities. You you limited it. If you come from a family and say, never marry a white woman, that's what? You just limited it severely, especially if there's way other options. So now all of a sudden you're not compatible because you're a different color when you're 99% similar. And we don't marry Christians. Jews don't marry Christians. Christians don't marry Muslims. You just put a lid on the compatibility. You put a severe lid. Why? Because of a social cultural norm. Right? This t- I'm, listen, I'm just defending my side. I'm just defending my side. The minute you say black men can't go to Columbia to find a wife, you just limited the argument on men and women are compatible because I should be able to go anywhere if men and women are compatible. I should go anywhere. But now, you, now you're saying these social norms, we can only be compatible with each other. And then if you look at the data, that's certainly not the case. Black men and black women fight at each other or at, on their neck all the time. In fact, they're the least successful form of marriage and compatibility you can find on planet Earth. But for some reason, we're supposed to stay together and we're supposed to limit ourselves to each other. It's the least successful compatibility uh, uh, relationship on Earth. And you're next door neighbors with each other. You guys pretty much isolate yourselves in small pockets of inner cities. And you still can't make it work. How are you compatible? You be out here destroying each other through child support, police, violence, drug use. You out here killing each other, but you're compatible. Mm. Domestic violence. (laughs) All right. So anyway, look, that's my argument on it. Uh, Let me see if I have something else on here. Comes to me in a year uh, and he says, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Jordan Peterson was cooking. Oh, you also another one. You You will limit age. You will say, oh, these ages can't go together. Why? Because then social norms enter the picture. Well, he'll have an advantage over her. He will manipulate her. He will you. Wait a minute. I thought we were compatible. I thought we were compatible as men and women. Why is all of these other stuff coming in here? Religion, race, age. Well, you should be with a person this age. That's called force or enforced monogamy. Has nothing to do with compatibility, but we do it. And then say we can be compatible. So I'm compatible with, with who? What's the what's the person I'm compatible with? Mm. <laughs> who is it? Show show me where this person is, and then you will force upon me who I should be compatible with. How? How are men and women compatible? Mm. All right. If you want to argue against this. <laughs> I don't know. I'm ruining a lot of people's world. When you come here, I make you look at yourself. And you can do two things. You can lie to me or you can keep lying to yourself. I don't have any control of that. But one thing you ain't going to be successful at is lying to me because I already got it figured out. Then you'll have to just keep lying to yourself. Now, you do that on a daily basis and you can keep doing it or you can accept what's real. Anyway. Let's get to these super chats and then close out today's show. We're going to close out church today. <laughs> he said, how sway? How is that compatibility? And then by some miracle, somebody going to drop out of the heavens and there's my chosen one right there. 
And when it doesn't happen, mm, I ain't feeling it. Yo, that's not compatibility. Just, so, just serendipity is going to take over, all right? And I'm going to bump into my mate mysteriously. So I'm going to keep holding out hope that my mate going to fall out of the clouds and God's going to send them. It's, it's actually just ridiculous. Uh, but uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway, should I, did I get this one right here? Okay, we're going to get uh, PayPal and Super Chats. Then we're going to close out today's show. Sometimes, you know, you got to think. Okay, I think I got all the PayPal's I did and then in with the Super Chats. Appreciate y'all. Hawkeye Cry is crying again. All right. Ed, the 304 detector. Let me see here. Oh, wait a minute. I, I skipped a whole bunch. Camster email, coach. Told the truth on this stream. He says, just don't piss off the triangle people. Uh, we can't talk about them. And don't do an interview with Nicki Minaj like Kevin Samuels did, a.k.a. Sacrifice. Can I get the new, 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 new world order? He says, Shalom. Shout out to you. Brown through an O. Give her the pink with the not eligible for rehire. Oh, the pink slip, I think you meant. Give her the pink slip with the not eligible rehire. Indeed. Um, uh, if you, if you still think I'm wrong on this one, how do you explain divorce? How do you explain divorce and remarriage and say men or women are compatible? I don't understand how you get away with this shit. <laughs> I don't understand. Explain divorce, then explain divorce age remarrying, and then tell me men and women are compatible. But we see this all the time. And then we tell the woman, don't worry, you'll find you another one out here. This is goofy. This shit is goofy. All right, but you'll still try to pull that shit over people, pull the wool over people's eyes. How do you explain two and three times remarried? Mm. <laughs> right, come on, man. Agent Machine says compatibility is chicken bock for her ability to roll you. He, I think you may roll or rule you. He says not meet your needs or respect your sovereignty in your home as a man. Incompatibility, incompatible is me. I think that's what you said there. Sorry, I messed it up. Yeah. I mean, the minute you start leveraging and doing these things, and it's just, it's just weird. But this does not, again, one more point. This does not mean that you cannot make situations work out. So I'm not telling you. We're not compatible, so give up. I'm not telling you that. You can certainly make an arranged marriage work. You can certainly make a transactional relationship work. You can make a situation where your stepfather work. You can make any situation work for you. You can make a woman understand that there will be more women other than you. You can make all of this work. Can you make it work long-term? Not necessarily, but you can make any situation work and you can find happiness. In fact, I believe you might find more happiness in these situations. Is it the best for society? I can't say. But we've had polygamous societies almost rule extensively, exclusively since the beginning of time until recent time. Uh, and they've been highly safe. But I, I, I can't say. You just got to choose your trade-off. Anyway. How do, you, how do you explain baby daddy and baby mama and then tell me compatibility? It's crazy. You can marry a gold digger and it works. And that person could just be your wife on paper and in the public. By the way, the Reading Rainbow people used to do this before they could just be out here coming out. This is called a beard. 
Now, these beards would marry each other. A man that wanted to hide his past or hide who he was would marry a woman. She was a beard. She took the role for transaction purposes, and out in public, they were married. Put a chink for successful marriages. However, is that a successful marriage? So you're just going to use the stats and say, well, these people are successful. Well, are they really? (laughs) And they're certainly not compatible. But they were able to achieve the marriage. But this happened a whole bunch. And they were arranged. There's women that let their man cheat on them. And they stuck around. Is that a successful marriage? Right? Does that count in the successful marriage category? Does that count as compatibility? Or is that an arranged marriage? Sounds like an arranged marriage to me more than anything. Right? So we got to really, you know, I know everybody's in their fantasy world, but I'll be snapping you, slapping you back to reality. Shout out to Ed, the 304 detector. Says, uh, question for CG. Would gifting your book, The Evolution, be information overload for a 19-year-old college freshman? who was homeschooled most of his life. His parents been married for 20 years. I think so. Unless he's just genuinely interested in the subject matter, right? Unless he's studying it, unless he's going to do a report, you don't want to hit him with too much because then they'll just be like, oh, you're down, you're bitter. MC Hampshire says modern issues stem from life expectancy improving. And that is a fact. I think there's a problem with us living longer. Remember, there's not always just benefits and no negative repercussions. The fact that we live longer, but we also hold on to traditional things has messed us up. It has messed us up. Like when people say we're going to live together forever, well, 150 years ago, that was 30, 40, 50. Yeah, you might be able to make that shit work out. But now it's 85. That's 30 additional years, 30, 35 additional years. A lot of women died in childbirth. So through death, do us part through constant through uh, social norms. She died a year in the marriage. Yep. That was successful. That worked out. But now saying living together forever is an is a, is 80 years, 90, a hundred. Shit. <laughs> right. That is, that is what we're talking about. And also on that life expectancy, a woman doesn't have pressure to get married in her 20s. She's like, I got a lot of life. I'm going to be alive till 80. Why get married at 20? I'm going to go have fun, travel, fornicate, experience the best of the best, get my back blown out, have another man's kid, get my career started, buy a townhouse, one bedroom, three bathroom, get my car note, take out student loans. I'll get married down there. I got... I ain't going to die at 35. I'm not going to die in childbirth. All right? I ain't got no. (laughs) Do Do you see the difference? You see what happens? Now, because we have a greater life expectancy and we're comfortable, they don't think about death until 80. When they used to have to think about that shit, ninja, somebody catches the flu, they be... Ah! Dead as a doorknob. Ninja catch a 
chicken pox, the flu. They get uh, polio. <laughs> they get diarrhea. <laughs> right? Dead as a doorknob on some diarrhea. Now we take some Pepto-Bismol, a couple of pieces of medication. We good. We back out after a week. <laughs> right? That You see the difference? So now we live in a comfortable time where we don't have death come up on us. Ninja, we can live with AIDS now. Shit. Ninja, you can live with HIV now. Ninja used to catch HIV. It was like, that's a wrap. <laughs> I placed the raw sound effect. Ninja used to get HIV, and it was like, Ninja, count count the days now. Ninja get HIV today? You'd be like, give me the Magic Johnson packet. Pause. <laughs> now you can walk around here. Yep, my HIV kicked in. Ninja used to get herpes, and your whole salami shrivel up and fall off. Now you'd be like, my herpes acting up. Ninja just... <laughs> Yep, you break a bone, like ninja. You get the scurvy, you get a, you break your bone, you're like, this ninja done broke his bone. The infection get all in your body, eat your flesh up. They be just watching you over eight days like ninja broke his leg. He dead. <laughs> all right, so the, the fact that, that MC Hamster's hitting on a very positive point. Also, you can get multiple partners over that life expectancy. Whether you're 30, 60, 90, you can still get you a mate. Like Viagra changed the game. Viagra changed the game. So now these modern conveniences allow us to change the game. Before, you was 55, you was with your fat wife, saggy, bag of bones. It was just a wrap. You was like, well, guess I ain't going to use this. He had to use his tongue or his fingers or toys. All right, now he running around here. Solid as a rock. And he want to go to the junior college and go get him a nice young Slimmy. And the fact that she's selling herself for college books changed the game. So, Hempsey Hamster, beautiful point. Beautiful point. Modern issues stem from life expectancy improving. Facts. Absolute facts. So, those old social norms have to die out or change or adjust based on the fact that we live longer. All right, you can't have forever marriages anymore. All right, not like that. All right, JC says, oh, by the way, not going to war. Not going to war improves life expectancy. And it also makes a complicated issue here. Most of y'all ninjas would have been dead, shot up, skitty pop pop, dropped out of a helicopter. Most of y'all wouldn't have returned in nothing but an urn or a casket. But now y'all all sitting around here, sucking and stealing oxygen, waiting for your mate. And women just be pulling through them like a Rolodex, all right? You know, where all the... <laughs> JC, some of y'all were born because the monkey beat the mailman up the stairs. What the monkey? <laughs> Wait a minute. The monkey beat the mailman up the stairs. Wow. He says, curious George-looking look ninjas. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. God dang. Uh, where are we at here? Mystical free agent says CGA from my, from, from my understanding, it's about the yoke, AKA spiritual compatibility. The one perfect match is called twin flame. While uh, soulmates, which are many 
are those cut from the same spiritual cloth incompatible on some levels? And uh, yes, for the spiritual people, equally yoked or yoked makes sense. Although that does severely um, that does severely put a cap on who you can become uh, compatible with. So the compatibility is more or less spiritual takes the prominence. But also you can stay married and not have sex because the physical is less important. Is that a successful marriage in the secular view? Secular people aren't going to look very positive. See, I'm secular, so I'm not going to let that shit slide. I'm going to be like, nope. Like, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that. Like, there has to be something to define for the male's sexual drive. Spirituality does not nullify nature. Spirituality does not nullify nature. Nature is the dominant force, not spiritual, not race, not religion. No, nature, nature decides. So if I'm just using spirituality or race or culture or class, then just nature's nature. I'm still going to want to poke on something. I still want to poke on something. I don't care if they wearing a turban, a yarmulke, a tall hat, a small hat. I don't care what they wearing, a, a brim. A, I don't care what she wearing, a hat, a wig. <laughs> I don't give a shit what she got on her head. I want to poke on something. That's going to dominate. And I don't have to be compatible for her with, to get that, to want that. <laughs> right? Nature dominates. The other stuff is second. It's always going to be second to it unless you have a society that thus grows through spirituality, which we do. Right? That's how Christianity prevailed and became the dominant force. They previously became the dominant force because the majority of them were decapitating people and threatening them and conquering them and colonizing them. But that's the prominent way. Then all of a sudden, then you had a more righteous structure as to have family and all of that stuff. Mm. <laughs> I know people hate me. They were like, this ninja. All right, how do you get off saying that? That was the Catholics, coach. It don't matter. The Spanish, the conquistadors, the colonials, the Europeans, they spread Christianity worldwide through slavery and all of that stuff. New, new, Actually, new, new world order. Let's give me some likes before we get out of here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit y'all with one more below the belt. <laughs> I'm going to hit y'all with one more below the belt. Uh, let's see here. It, 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 if this was for black Americans right here. Yeah, Christianity became through the sword. All right. Uh, but um, one more thing here. If you look at the history of the, the black American here, most of us, our descendants were probably born through tragic circumstances, proximity, sometimes breeding, inhumane treatment. For 400 years, as they say, for 400 years, there ain't been no mate selection or very little choice, very little compatibility. Most of you American FBAs were born through anything but compatibility, anything but romance, anything but choice. And you're still here. You were born through trials, tribulations, slavery, whatever the hell you want to call it. Force, force breeding. None of y'all got, it's, who is this with the capital letters? 
You wasn't born through no damn compatibility. And that was like that for centuries, fam. <laughs> Come on, man. Centuries. Where do you get off trying to prove that we're compatible? You ain't even here based on that. You had no choice. Swear. I swear to God. I did do PayPal. Unless I missed one. There was no choice at all. Where do you get off telling me that there's compatibility and we select partners based on compatibility for damn near four or five centuries, even today, that doesn't exist. Anyway, <laughs> right? where do you get off with this shit? This is just modern stuff that you're trying to make make sense because you've been Disney-fied, because you have a desire to feel good. You have a desire to believe that God chose one for you. Ninja, what's your name? Oh, J. Cool, did I miss one? Okay. Like you have this desire to have a romantic feeling and all of that. It, 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 it wasn't so. Shout out to J. Cool says, when God brought Eve to Adam, he, didn't, he did not say, oh, look, a good friend. Not at all. I want you to think about that, but people don't want to think about that. Like think about where you, what you're trying to sell me. What are you trying to sell me with this idea? It didn't exist for very long. It's pretty much new stuff, and I've done an entire stream on it based on romance. Romance and pornography are similar. They're both the same drug for men and women. Unfortunately, in our world, so we can make women feel good or at least keep them righteous or virtuous, we let romance prevail. We let that shit slide. We let her have these crazy expectations. We let her keep saying, on the first date, you need to do blah, 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 blah. That romance is a new fangled idea, and it's just as dangerous as pornography is for men. It's just as dangerous. Because she gets completely diluted with some unreasonable expectations, and as time goes on, they become way more unreasonable. And then pornography for men has the same thing. That drug, that feel-good drug, romance, has weakened women to the point where they've gone on to destroy the likelihood of having a productive society just as much as pornography has destroyed men. Romance is just people taking advantage of women's emotions and giving them uh, uh, they're making a bag off of them. I think it's extremely dangerous, but people won't see it this way. And romance is not the norm. Dude, people for 10,000 years have made it without romance. None of it. Arranged marriages and polygamy have been the overwhelming and you, want, you know what's under that? It's arranged marriages, polygamy, and rape and pillage. Those have been the... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to say it. That's how the majority of people have been born. Or military men marching in, taking the spoils of war, women, mating, Genghis Khan. Romance is a new idea. I've done an entire stream. It's a new idea, but it's the prevailing idea today. And it mostly is catered towards the woman. So then you try to meet the expectations of her romantic hopium. But anyway, <laughs> right? All right, but anyway, truth hurts. Look, yep, war brides. Hey, look, you can try to, look, I, I know people want to feel good and all that stuff, but. It is what it is. You can, you can put your comments in the comment section on this stream. 
And uh, I'm just checking to see if I got everybody's contribution here. And like I said, you can have success in all forms of relationships, right? But I'm just letting you know the bottom line is compatibility an issue in our country. Yes, the issue is we're not compatible and we're trying to make it work. All right, anyway, look, shout out to the coach gang. We out, peace.